Breezy. Mo's nose. Season three. Peachy. It's about that time. Everybody turn your TVs on. The Mo's nose. Peachy, Breezy, and Fed of God. They keep it nitty gritty when they bring you nine at all. We two gorilla silver back. Nah, silver. You know it's busting the discussion because we get it in. Every time you know we grinding. I was eight to ten. We always play to win. The faithful going hard. It's Wayne, Breezy, Peachy, Mo's nose, and Fed of God. Let's get it. Nitty gritty, it's the lightest tone. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's the lightest tone. We outline players up and show. Nitty gritty, it's the lightest tone. Don't like it, better take a walk. Nitty gritty, it's the lightest tone. Run talk, nitty gritty, it's the lightest tone. Sound the alarm, baby! Hey, it's Monday. We back. Yo, I wait. You know, I don't do shows on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. And I'm super amped on Mondays, y'all. Most that mouthpiece look dope. I ain't even gonna front. You look like yes. a character from Karate Kid or something right now, yo. But listen. <laughs> Peachy, Mose, what's going on, everybody? Peachy got the new, what is that? The What, what hat is that? The training day hat? Yes, it's the training day. Okay. Training All right. Day. I, I see the fatigue over there. Mose over there just chilling, uh, not moving right now. I can't tell if he's froze or not. But uh, Mose, can you give me a, can you do the, can you do the gritty real quick? Can you? <laughs> no? Yeah, okay, there we there we go. There we go. What's going on out there, Faithful? I see everybody in the chat right now. The chat is flowing. I love it. I love it. I love it. Peachy, it's good to see you. Happy belated birthday. Even though it was just yesterday, but it's you know, it's happy belated birthday. Uh <laughs> you gotta share with everybody how your birthday went. My birthday was really good. I got a lot of cool stuff. They went shopping yesterday. And just spent some gift cards. So went, like they say, shop to you drop. So I went and bought a bunch of stuff yesterday. And then my bestie Steph took me out to the Olive Garden. So I went to the Olive Garden and ate. Now and we gotta ask you. everybody out there in the chat, if you ever been to the Olive Garden, what's your go-to meal? Go-to meal. Every time you go there, you look at the menu and you be like, I don't need no stinking menu. Give me this. Peachy, what's your go-to meal? My go-to meal is the chicken fettuccine Alfredo. Go-to, go-to. Um, with the, you know, they they give you the unlimited salad, breadsticks, all that good stuff. Um, not eating too much bread, trying to, you know, cut back a little bit. But um, yeah, but they really good. Um, so had that. But let me tell you something about this Olive Garden or anyone. I'm I want to know from the chat. They used to come and they used to come and sing you like Happy Birthday, Mm -hmm. and apparently they're not doing that anymore. COVID. So they have a they have a um like a touchscreen thing or you can order like a free piece of cake or a pie or whatever you want to order. Oh, so you I'll just get the touchscreen. Happy birthday singing. And, and um, <laughs> you do that, but they used to, they used to bring it to you. And um, right. so you, but you that was weird. Them, you have to be like, listen, it's such and such birthday. Can y'all come over here? I forgot what the happy birthday song was, but it was, it was fun. And then they'll bring you out a pre-free piece of whatever, whatever. But I guess cats don't want to sing anymore. You know, it's just the world is corny now. Yeah, but 
Um, you're right because it may it may be COVID. It it may be just that they just you know cut back so much. I mean, the environment, like it was just so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm so used to people doing that because Steph went up to him and she's like, hey, you know, it's my bestie's birthday, you know, and we were wanting, you know, to know if you guys did a song and, you know, the lady's like, we're not, uh, we're not doing that at their particular time, but we are offering a free, you know, piece of cake, like a, a nice big piece of cake. And they have this strawberry cake that they just got. So... It was definitely worth it. So we split that. It was huge. It was like, it was massive. It was, it was big. So we had that, had some drinks, had some fun, caught up. It was really fun. So my birthday was was really good. That's what's up, man. I see GSU's trying to get me to sing, but the way my bank account set up, I had to borrow from my checking <laughs> Try to borrow from my savings <laughs> to my checking. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I, I ain't singing to. I had to sing today. I had to go sing at a repass. But uh, yeah, we know we got Peachy. We got her. We got her. Didn't we sing Happy Birthday to her on the last episode? I can't remember. Yes, yeah, with um, um, our uh, somebody's kid that that uh, birthday. It was yes. a it, it was a two for one. I can't. Yeah. But and and it's supposed to be somebody's birthday today. And they said That's that they were right. going to see, see how we remembering that just yeah. because the number goes up don't mean we losing our minds. Mose, yeah. Mose, I, I know you're not in a talking, talkative mood because you texted me a little while ago. And listen, bro, I don't know how I can kind of like ease the pain a little bit, but like I could share with you some stories, bro, because like I'll tell you right now, I wanted to blow this house up. When it came to plumbing, bro, like I asked Peachy, I was trying to. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm like, damn it, I just yeah. fixed this, and then this. Yo, I, Breezy, Breezy's house, like. You ever see that movie? Uh, what's that movie? Not the, the money pit. The money pit. <laughs> that, that's what I call Breezy's house. Like I tell him all the time, like Breezy, Breezy's in the money pit because every time he turn around, he's having something else that he has to to fix in there before i forget before i get yelled at my son and nephew took off from work and mm -hmm. came down here because they will be in the chat going off and if i do not mention them so okay. i have to tell them and thank you for taking off for mama and auntie's birthday because they didn't have to they could have just you know because they already you know sent the gift card and set me up with a nice shopping spree and that kind of stuff so That's they, they surprised me and came in so i had to i had to say that that's what see listen this is why we do these shows bro i guarantee you somebody can connect to no matter what it is we talk we could be talking about mars jupiter venus outer space a little shop of horror somebody will find a way to connect <laughs> shot jason plumbing <laughs> my buddy has trees growing in the pipe of oh. his interconnected <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I'm trying to get most to laugh. He won't you laugh. You gotta get most to laugh at. Okay, oh, it's, it's having good. a bad day. Um, we got was, you, most guys. Look, I know. Look, show started. You know, f everything else. Did you hear what happened to me this morning on Twitter? Yo, what? When, when I tell you, I was crushed. I know I'm smiling now, but I was crushed. What I, I I don't understand that. I don't have any players blocking me, Mose. I don't know if you knew this, but George Kittle blocked your boy, bro. And I don't know why. 
It was so bad. I sent him a DM on uh, on, on IG. It was like, uh, hello, Mr. Kittle. My name is Wayne Patrick Brown, a.k.a. Wayne Breezy. I know you don't know me, but I know you. Now, I'm trying to figure out why, and I hope you don't block me here for reaching out to you. But, uh, if you could just tell me why you blocked me. I mean, you have every right to do it, but if you could just tell me why, that would be cool because I don't want to be blocked. I hate being blocked. That's like the worst feeling in the world. And I was just, A restraining order will come next. <laughs> I'm like Jorge. What did I do? Like I didn't. I don't know what I did. It's 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 crazy. What was even more funnier is that I was reading the comments where they were like, "No, um, no, George, that's Mike. It's Mike. It's Mike." And uh, what's that? Um, that was or Mike. No. That's the one. That's that the one that that, was, that you that should be Kyle. blocking, not breeze. Man, that cracked me up worse than anything in the world when I saw that. I'm like, oh my god. That was Kali, yo. <laughs> He said, yo, he got Breezy mixed up with 49ers Mike and number Niners. I had to slide in his DMs like, hey, man, I ain't going to say this in public, but you already know where I'm going with this, right? You know, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, hey, it is what it is. Kittle block me. Let's see if he'll unblock me or how long it'll take him I to unblock so. me. I didn't even get blocked by Richard Sherman. I talk more stuff about Richard Sherman. Right. I, don't even, I, never, got, I never got blocked from him either. It is what it is. Well, most now that we finished our soliloquies, uh, would you like to speak to the chat? I feel a smile coming on. <laughs> Damn! I, I don't you see the smile? Like I, it's, it's there, most. <laughs> It's, it's right on the cusp of it. It's right on the cusp. And shout out to my brother George. One, it'll it'll, it'll it'll come out some. It'll come out at some point. I'm just just glad to be here with y'all. Amen. Amen. Saints. And we are and we are we are blessed to have you in our presence. Yo, that mouthpiece well. sound like it weighed like 20 pounds, bro. That should hit the table. <laughs> no, it went that hard. <laughs> <laughs> he got it. He got it. He got it. We got, got it. Damn smile. Yes, he got it. We got so, it. Yeah, it has a, it's got a metal chain on it, like the uh, metal gold chain on it. So, yo, I'm about to go buy a mouthpiece and I don't even play sports anymore. I'm just going to go get one because that's official. You get that specially made? Mm-mm, it came like know. that. They, Shock has a bunch of different ones. They Shock, got one right. with like a gold cross hanging from it. They Do got. Do you smell an endorsement coming on? Do we need to reach mm-hmm. out to Shock? Hey, listen. No show and say hey. I mean, yeah. listen for for Mo's nose for you know TWB Infinity Gritty. Hey. I'm, listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be wearing these all season. My flag season starting in September, so ah, I'm gonna be right. wearing them. Now, why you gotta wear a mouthpiece playing flag football? I'm just curious. Please explain that to the public, bro. Because I ain't trying to get touched when I'm playing flag football. I'll, I'll for some I could get skinty when I'm playing flag football. I can't get skinny when I work out. Oh, excuse me. Uh, I need some water. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. Uh, no, well, <clears throat> it's contact. It's contact flat. And I play on the line. I play offensive line and defensive line. And it's like, it's not just that, like, you can't touch. Like, no, we be going crazy. Like, we be real hand fight. Hand. Yeah, I got you. Like, the way, the way Javon Kinlaw got off that block and sat killing mine. I'll be on that. You mean the I way mean, he was 11 yards in the backfield? I'll be on that type of time. You know I what I'm it. saying? So, I, so, but sometimes when you get handsy, you got offensive linemen trying to grab you, mm-hmm. you know, hands slip. And I'll, you know, I, 
I got to be in front of the, the athletic director, the CFO. I'm, I'm forward-facing. <laughs> uh, I can't be showing up with my lip out here like this, looking like looking like Martin when he got beat up by Thomas Tommy Kittman Hearn. Hearn. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be I can't be at work looking like that. So I gotta I make sure it. that I, I keep yeah. it real straight. I like the funniest part is I'm just gonna like we're getting older, right? And so our teeth aren't as strong as they used to be, man. No, we can get punched. Yeah, I feel you, bro. Yeah, I, I, I knew where it's going. I'm, I'm gonna get me a mouthpiece and I'm, I'm gonna get a mouthpiece just to come out to watch you play flag football. How about that? That's yeah. what I'm gonna do. That'll work. Yeah. That'll work. Oh man. Wow. Well, we got to recap this game. People wanted a, a show after the game. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm at a gig. <laughs> I'm, like, I, I'm out here trying to get this bread. Um, and there was nothing much to recap because it was like right. tough to watch because it was like, uh, who? Huh? What? This guy? Okay. Even though we know our guys, it was kind of a boring game. It was really a defensive game. You know what I mean? But uh let's 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 break it down you know and guys make sure you do us a favor if you're in here watching right now hit that like button george get your behind off of twitch and stop being scared <laughs> get on youtube they don't care if you're a cowboy fan no it doesn't matter it matters they're gonna trash his ass it matters but okay, george get on him. youtube no, it doesn't matter he needs to come on join join <laughs> in the fun that we got hey before i forget this comment Moe's brought up something that was funny, though. So, Kellen Mond. So, does anybody think that the reason why that the Vikings <laughs> picked up Nick Mullins is because of what we did to Kellen Mond when Kellen he Mond was out trash. there? Kellen Mond, Kellen, Mond was, <laughs> Kellen Mond was trash. Like, he, he's been trash. He hasn't, he's never was going to be anything else. He can probably be garbage, but right now he's just trash. <laughs> And um, he didn't look good. Like, he no. didn't look good in the game. He hasn't no. been looking good. Mm-mm. And they rather go with a guy that could throw the ball down the field. God forbid, if Kirk Cousins get hurt, what's the one thing Nick Mullins can do? He can throw, throw the ball to Justin Jefferson, right? Yeah. Like, so it is It is what it is. Kellen Mond looked like, Whew. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, you know what? Before we get to that, we got to bring the 49ers news, man. There's a lot of stuff that kind of fuse things yeah. that happened today. You know what I'm saying? And so we do want to talk about some of that stuff. I almost forgot that was this type of a show. I was so much having fun <laughs> laughing. I forgot we bring news. All right. So let's start with some good news with the 49ers. Actually, let's start with the news news. All right. So the 49ers have signed safety to Sean Gibson, senior to a one-year deal. In order to make room on the roster, the team waived injured Austin Mack. If you guys, you don't know, Austin Mack got injured in the game, I believe, and he was going to be out three to four weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like uh, when you get injured on this team, your ass is gone. Leon O'Neal Jr., Austin Mack. It's like they don't they don't have any patience. They're not waiting around. They have depth. They're ready to move on, and they'll bring new people in. Uh, let's talk about Tashawn Gibson, though. Um, they brought in a safety. I have to ask you guys this question uh, to my panel, my wonderful panel right here. Shout out to Fair, uh, who is trying to get here. He uh, has some th- some family issues he's taking care of right now, but he is trying to be on the show. So make sure you keep him and his uh, family and your prayers out there. Okay, guys, um, I got to ask you this question. Are you guys concerned about the injury, hamstring injury to Jimmy Ward? Do you think he's going to be out for a sustainable amount of time? I'll go ahead and ask the question out there as well, uh, but I'm addressing it to you. Go ahead, Uh, I'm not worried about it. Um, I think, you know, with the timetable that, 
we were given. I think he'll be back, you know, and if he has to miss the, the first two games um, against, you know, some of, some of the opponents who, again, we're not overlooking anybody, but, you know, if you're looking at, you know, our schedule based on that, you know, I don't think we need to worry about having Jimmy Ward for the, at least those first two games. So that gives him four to six weeks, you know, to get back, get 100%. So I'm, I'm not worried about the injury. Uh, I'm sure we're, uh, we're trying to find additional depth, especially um, if Jimmy Ward can't go and it looks like George Odom is going to be, you know, the starter in his place, then we're going to need to find somebody to replace George Odom for special teams. I don't want George Odom running down on kickoffs and, and, and punts. You know, although he's a special team ace, I want him. I want him to focus more on the safety position until Jimmy Ward comes back and then he can focus on that. So I think maybe Tashawn Gibson is, you know, veteran depth. Um, we can use him on special teams because he knows the game. He is a solid tackler as a safety. Um, and I, so I think that that move is just to, you know, give George Odom some relief if he's going to be playing starter snaps. But I'm not worried about Jimmy's injury. All right, PG, let me get your thoughts on this before I kind of not clap back, but I want to add a little derivative to what Mo said. But PG, let me get your thoughts on this. Uh, are you concerned a little bit more about Jimmy Ward's injury with them bringing in uh, another safety? We knew they were going to add depth, right? And just you know, right because Kyle Kyle had said that that we were going to add to that position anyway. That he was looking to add to that position. I think he said it. Um, I forgot when he said it, but anyway, I do remember Kyle saying that they were looking to possibly add to that position. So, no, I'm not really worried about it. I think that that Ward, he just wants to one, he wants to make sure that he is completely ready to go because the last person that you want to bring back to too fast is is Ward. So okay. you just got to watch that. Well, I mean, so that makes me worried. Right. So I'm worried. It's a hamstring injury. And hamstring injuries don't tend to like necessarily go away. So my worry isn't just for Ward; it's just like for these hamstring injuries that we have for these key players to these to, to these positions, like our running back. Right now, we talk right. about Elijah Mitchell got a hamstring injury. Chavarius mm-hmm. uh, Ward didn't have a hamstring injury; he had a groin injury. But Emmanuel Mosley, who's back at practice today, he practiced today. He had a hamstring injury. So I guess I'm a little bit worried about the tendency of what that hamstring is going to do. And it's always different for every player, right? It doesn't mean it's going to be the same hamstrings are different for each player. So I'm a little worried about it. Um, I do think, I think most talked about this uh, like a week ago or whatnot, when we were talking about the return and the timetable, I do think we can get by without Jimmy Ward until I I I would like to see him hundred percent week three, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so I'm hoping that's kind of where it goes. Um, We should be able to beat Chicago without a problem. And if we don't beat Seattle, they look like hot. I don't know what they look like. They're, they look terrible. And I know it's preseason and we didn't see their starters, but I mean, their backups are their starters. So, I mean, we kind of saw their starters. So uh, I'm, I'm whatever, but anyway, I'm a little worried just because it's a hammy, you know, if it was anything else, I probably would be like, ah, oh, he'll get, he'll be good. But them hammies, right. man. Uh, and you know, Ward is interchangeable, right? So he plays all over the field. Mm-hmm. He lines up in the slot. He could do it. So uh, it worries me just a little bit, just because of the type of injury it is. Um, but I do like the, uh, the Tashawn Gibson 
uh, signing. Uh, I think we said a couple of weeks ago that we were going, before Kyle even said he was going to add depth at the safety position, we said that we needed to add depth at the safety position. We weren't sold on one particular person, and we only had six safeties in the building. Here comes the Jimmy Ward injury, so it only made it sense that they were going to add another safety. And then these guys go out and ball out. Now, Moe's, I got to clap back a little bit. I don't think I still want George Odom playing safety, bro. And don't get it twisted. He looked good. He had an interception last game. He looked decent in that game. He was playing free safety. Uh, but uh, Tavares Moore played pretty well in that game. Uh, Taylor Hawkins had an interception against third strings or uh, whatever in that game. I think the rotation is crazy. We got five guys. Is there a possibility that Gibson doesn't even make the squad? He's brought in. Is there a possibility that he doesn't get caught up? He is older, right? Is he 32? I believe he's 32 years old. Yeah, I think he's 32. Yeah, I think he's 32 because Jimmy Ward is 31, right? So I think he's 32 years old. Um, So we're we're going to have to see um, uh, what's going to be. I I just, you know, rest up, bro. Heal up, rest up. I tell you what Jimmy's doing. Jimmy's out there smiling, which means that cat ain't hurt. Anyway, so (laughs) that boy ain't hurt. That boy Jimmy playing with his uh he playing with his money right now because he's a super duper vet and he trying to get that contract. Um I will I will say this to your point. On that interception for George Odom, mm-hmm. I think that pressure he misplayed from Drake it. You think he misplayed it though? Wasn't it the pressure from Drake Jackson that caused that? Well, yeah, it was it was the pressure from Drake Jackson that caused that. But had Drake oh. not got that pressure. That wouldn't have been an interception. Odom was beat. And okay. that pass would have okay. been under Okay. I, I was trying to get where you were going with this, and I, right. and I feel you. Right, right. <laughs> so, so I feel you. That's why I'm not sold on so him. I, I, know, I know you're not sold on him. But for the two weeks against Chicago and Seattle, I think he could I, – I, listen, I just need you to hold your own for a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. I see what you're saying. Jimmy come back. You know what I, I'm saying? I, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. And, and I could oh, I could figure deal that too, right? I mean, that's Kyle getting the bang for his buck, right? Because then he inserts a healthy Jimmy when he had two weeks off. Now you get a healthy Jimmy and he only got to play, what, 15 games, 16, 14 games? Yeah. I see, what, I see where you're going with this. I see it. I see it. All right, so that that that's the the injury report news when it comes to that. We we signed uh to Sean Gibson. I, I think he's gonna come in here and provide that veteran uh, PG. This is your favorite thing. A guy that could come in here. There's no veteran other than Jimmy Ward in that safety position, as far as like veteran, veteran. Yeah, you're bringing it to Sean Gibson, somebody you probably don't have to get up to speed just to 49er speed, but he he probably seen some things and he can probably mm-hmm. go out there. It's kind of almost like who was the 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 Tavon we had last year? Not Tavon Austin. You talking about Tavon Wilson? Wilson. Wilson. You know, I, I, did he even play? I, nope. I don't even remember him playing. I don't think so. I don't remember seeing him on the side. I don't either. Or... I don't remember. I mean, hey, hey, it is it is what it is. Uh, and uh, you know, so congratulations. We got we got a new safety. Uh, and we hope that Austin Mack heals up. But I think, you know, I, I don't think they could put him on a practice squad injured. I think he's got to clear, you know, be free first, and then they can try to find, you know, room for him on the PS uh, if they deem and see fit. All right, let's get to the rest of the news. Um, I wanted to talk about this because we're gonna we're gonna spend a little bit of time on this top 100. All right, so Jordan Schultz. All right, from the Schultz report. 
said that the 49ers love rookie right guard Spencer Burford from UTSA. Okay. Is that does that stand for University of Texas San Antonio? I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's exactly That's what it is. A long ass name for a school. They gotta they gotta <laughs> figure some stuff out. Uh, it's likely he's already a five-year pro, one team source says. He's very sound, very smart, and very long pause. He ran outside zone in college, plug-and-play guy. Maybe the best part, Trey Lance has total trust in him. Do you believe this coming from these sources? Do you think the 49ers are coming out saying that they love this guy? Like, is that what we're getting right now? If so, I'm loving the team. If they're coming out saying something like that, I'm loving this team. Because that means they're infatuated by what's going to go down. And no one knows but them. Yeah, I think it, 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 it speaks to them being able to, one, identify talent. Mm-hmm. But then also for that talent or in what you see in that talent to come to fruition. So, like, they they identified him. They were able to get him in the draft. And when you get that guy in the building and he's everything you thought he was and more, because you thought he was a good player in order to draft him, but where you drafted him in the fourth round, you figure, okay, we, we may have to develop this guy a little bit, but let's bring him in, see how athletic he is, see how he takes on the offense, um, and, and, and let's just groom him up to be what we want him to be. But he comes in with a mindset that says, I'm ready to play. I'm ready to play right now. Give it all to me. Let me show you what I got. You either barbecue or mildew, and I I guarantee you I'm flipping burgers all day. Yo, that's one of the dopest sayings ever. Barbecue or mildew. <laughs> and he out man. there grilling. He out there grilling. Peachy, I, you've got a chance to watch this kid play a couple of preseason games. He doesn't look lost out there on the field. Uh, what are your initial you know, thoughts and feelings? I mean, do you believe in this report? And it's coming from a source within the camp or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that they're in love with this kid? Because like, you rarely hear this stuff. I mean, the last time I heard about them being in love with somebody was Nick Bosa. Right. Yeah, it's just... Um, it, in love with Debo. Like, like you know what it's, I'm trying to say? It's, um, it's crazy because, um, like, I was telling you... Um, in the pre-show, like the defense just like they love this, like everyone loves this kid. And to think, like, I think I saw a tweet or something where they said that 60 teams passed on him, which you know, of course, we did too, you know, until we got him. But basically, you know, he was he was passed on by you know these teams and stuff. And he's he's just like just the the way the defense is just um even in the brick by brick you know when when they were mic'd up and stuff like just talking about this kid like they they really do love this kid and you're right nobody's really been loved like that since bosa so i i'm, I'm looking forward to watching him like and everything that he's going to accomplish in this league this is going to be huge mm. Mm. All right, man. I, you know, guys, I, I'm I'm infatuated with Spencer Burford. Yo, it, it, it's something about this kid's tenacity and his, uh, you know, his mm-hmm. just knack to play for. I th- I just think he gets football. And you want to know what it really was, Mose, your guy, Jason Poe, and Spencer Burford somehow make this 53 man roster. Yo, I know sure. I shouldn't be talking about Jason Poe, but I'm gonna tell you right now, Jason Poe looks good. Did you and see that single, pool block, bro? And every single day, 
he's finding a way to nip at Aaron Banks's heel so much so that they split first team reps today. No, 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 no. Are you trying to say that they're going to have a battle at the left guard position? If if mm. Jason Poe keeps playing this way, we just might. And I, and, and, and I and I and listen, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care if Aaron Banks. I don't care if Aaron Banks was a second round pick. The best guy is going to play, and if that's Jason Poe, let it be Jason Poe. Because 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 if if Jason Poe earns it, like really earns it, but bro, I'm so excited to see what Kyle does with him within the offense because you know he could do a lot of a lot of different things. If if Jason Poe makes this team PGMOs. Now he's gonna make that team, but if he if he if he ne- if he finds his way to land on the fifty three, I don't care how. I'm I'm gonna have to take the front office and the scouting team out the lunch. That the front office, the scouting team lunch on me. I want to know yeah. where, how, how y'all do? How y'all finding these gems? These are gems. These are diamonds in the rough. Yeah. And and I'm watching Jason Poe. I remember we we, we evaluated him in, in the Green Bay game. We were like, oh man, he got knocked on his ass, but he got right back up and still tried to make the block. Well, guess what? He was the initiator on a play which we can't show you. I don't have the all 22 yet. It's the only reason why we're not showing you clips. I'm not getting flagged on YouTube. Where he was the puller, and he said, Come and get me. I'm knocking somebody out before you even get to my spot. I, that that he's an initiator, and you want to know who we got to give props to, yo? I don't care what people say about Trent Williams, and you know, I, look, Trent has been a godsend to the San who Francisco. Got, who got something bad to say about Trent Williams? I, I, you know, people, there, there's there's some people out there. They're not, they're not talking about him as far as you know, you know, in a negative way. I just I just want to make sure everything you say about Trent Williams it needs to be from a positive light. Yeah. Because remember during the season. If Trent gets a holding call, oh Trent this and Trent that, yeah, can't blame Trent. You whatever. But I tried to tell you though that that there was something to that when Trent was talking about that that Poe was the one that he like <laughs> um, invited um, onto the plane, and so you know them conversation, you know good and well that they had some in depth time to talk and some conversations and stuff. So he kind of mentored him. him right, right. Yes. And him that and too. were in Houston with him. Right. Train. Both of them. So it's, I mean, I'm, I'm not really surprised. Like I just, you know, Trent, right. Trent took them guys up under there and, he, and Trent Williams takes the, these two young guys, these yes, two rookies absolutely. from his draft class uh-huh. under his wing and yep. look at how they're performing. Yep. I, I don't understand why mm-hmm. if, if, all right, if I'm a rookie and I'm playing on the offensive line, mm-hmm. I'm going to the school of Trent Williams. Exactly. It's 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 a no-brainer. I don't understand. And, and Sham, you know what? Sham Schluter had a good game, and he got injured too, so he's going to be out for a little while. I think he's, his injury is day-to-day, though. Uh, he had, actually had a good grade from PFF in this particular game, but he's the smartest guy. Like, he's he's kind of with, – with, uh, uh, Fordham is like that second tier Ivy League type of a school or whatnot. So he's a smart guy, you know, whatever. And 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 I don't understand how the offensive linemen, even these starters, Banks and and, and those guys, 
Why are y'all not going to the school of Trent? Thank you. Even if y'all could fit on the jet, and he invited be- them. Like Trent was talking airlines. about how he invited them, them guys to go. And Yo, those you, are the two that I mean, fly, that's who it. You could fly on Spirit for thirty dollars. $40, $45, you got to pay for your luggage. But, hey, you could get there for $40, Joe. You, you know good and well there. that Trent paid for all that. So I, it just, know. you know. So so the fact that he's he's offering to, to mentor, because that's my favorite thing. That's what I love about veterans is the mentorship that they provide. Yes. And we have some of the best vets on here for that. And then for you to just, you know, just, to, just have those two, you know what I'm saying, that do it. And the rest of them don't. It's like, who wouldn't want to 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 learn under Trent Williams? Like, I I just don't understand. Like, there's so there's so many things that he can teach you, you know, about a lot of positions, not just his position, but just you know, on the online period. Like he, because he's so intelligent and everything, and such a team player in the whole nine yards. And and it's, but. You can see, you know, the effects of the mentorship by the yes. way these two guys look. Yes, I, I'm intrigued. What's going to happen in the future? Obviously, it's going to take some time. Even Trent said it's right. going to take time for these young yeah. guys to kind of like gel, get their continuity. Real quick, before we continue the show, I got to give the air horns. Forty nine game nine one six. You know what I'm saying? Uh, thank you for being a new subscriber. We truly appreciate, appreciate it. That, you know absolutely. what I'm saying? And if, if you really love the show, make sure you hit that thumbs up and tell 10 friends. Matter of yes. fact, tell 20 friends, and hopefully we can get like 1% of them to subscribe to the That'd channel. Be awesome. well. yep. You know what I'm saying? That'd be cool. Now, I see mm-hmm. some really cool comments out there. We got a contribution we're going to get to as well. I can't do <laughs> Spirit or JetBlue GSU for life. JetBlue is official. Spirit is just the worst. Spirit is so plain. If you ever seen that movie, so playing with Kevin Hart and Snoop Dogg, that's Spirit Airlines. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. I, yeah. I'll take Soul Plane any day. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it the other way around. No, I will take Soul Plane any yeah, day we over Spirit. Yeah, spirit is just spirit is, spirit is pretty tough, man. Spirit is pretty tough. Um, I got to bring. All right. So I tell you, what, let's transition into uh, the top 100. Um, and, and I got to bring Ramilia sports report up. Okay. Cause, uh, he's the first one that brought this to my attention. Cause, um, he posted something on his page, uh, number 47 and then number, what was, what was Bobby Wagner's number? Does anybody know off the top of their head? 20 what? Fred, Fred, Fred was 47, right? So we got to talk about this. All right. Now, the only reason why I'm is talking about it because Bobby Wagner is now a, a Los Angeles Ram uh, and he was a Seattle Seahawk. 29. So, yeah, so he don't he don't he was ranked 29. Say that again. Oh, but I'm just curious. Like, let's talk about this. It's Bobby Wagner versus Fred Warner. Right. right. And so people like, you know, this has been a conversation you know what I'm saying? Um, and apparently the players still view Bobby Wagner as King Supreme. I don't think there's going to be any more linebackers, middle linebackers that are going to go higher than Bobby, right? I mean, did we? Did Darius Leonard get put on that list yet? I can't remember. Do you have the list in front of you? I don't I'm think Darius Leonard is going to be any. Uh, that, that's Ooh. probably the last one. 
So you think he'll go higher than Wags? Who, Leonard? Yeah. No. Right. No, no. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that Leonard is going to be a, Yeah. Yeah, because if you look at some of these names, like Joe yeah. Burrow's at 21. With the season that he had, comeback player of the year, taking him to the AFC, Darius Leonard's not going to be ahead of Joe Burrow. Okay. No. No. Mm-mm. Okay. If he's if he's not on this list already, he's not making it. I'll tell you what, though. If I'm the only one that was on that signed Bobby Wagner train in the offseason, people give us like, oh, we got Aziz and we got Dre. <laughs> yeah, but that's Bobby Wagner. Like, you know, How did Hopkins make it to 37? Bro, man? the dude didn't even play last year. Uh, it's Most, just that, you know. I don't even want you to watch that list, bro, because I, I I forgot to Because tell some, some of it has to do with, with what's going to happen this year. But the thing is, is that isn't he out for six games this year, like to start off? They yes, can't even yeah. come back for six games. Yes. So again, why why do they have him so hot? He gets paid <laughs> vacations. He's been getting paid vacations for the past three seasons. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, just based on some potential or something like that. That's why a lot of people thought I was crazy when when I said that I felt like that Debo needed to be in the top 10 and this is why because of things like this because you got d hop way up there and and i'm like whatever and uh debo last year and what he's projected this year i mean there's no reason why that he should not be top 10 but there's a possibility though now that he can be right because what are the other wide receivers that we have seen jamar chase already got picked so aj brown debo he should be higher than aj Cooper Cup should be higher than Debo. And then boom. There you go. Oh, um, Cooper Cup will be the top receiver this year. Right. Yeah. So so like Cooper, but, Cup, yeah. Cooper Cup in the top five. Right. No, definitely. So, definitely top so, five. Absolutely. So the Rams are gonna have two guys in the top five. Oh, um uh Devontae Adams. Right. Yeah, he, if if Hopkins on this list, Adams on this list. Well, Adams right. should be on the list. Do still have so like fifteen hundred yards, yeah. <laughs> right? So so you got Adams left. You got Adams Cup, Debo, because they already said that Debo was going to be on here. Because somebody on Twitter was like, you know, Debo's not going to be on here. It's like, okay, well, yeah. they, well Debo, they, 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 they already busted that and said that he was going to be on there. So yeah, is, is JJ like, on here yet? Who? Jettis. Who? Who? Has Justin Jefferson been on there yet? Oh Justin shoot, Jefferson. he not on there either. Hold on, hold he on. Be. Yeah, that's what I, I'm saying. That wide receiver list gonna cre- gonna be a lot of in the top ten. Yeah, oh hold yeah, that on. wide receiver list is crazy. Justin Jefferson, if I'm not mistaken, yes, he. Um, let's see. Uh, no, no, nah, Jamar he's not, not on yet. Wide receiver. That's Jamar right, he's not. So I can see AJ Brown going like twenty. And then Debo in that 15 range. Because there's still yeah. other players. Yeah. I, I think Jamar Chase had a better season than A.J. Brown, didn't he? I mean, I, I thought he did. <laughs> I was kind of shocked. He had a better season. That than Chase AJ was Brown. already on there. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't yeah. know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Let's read some of these contributions while you guys look that up. Everybody, when you give a contribution, you get the daggone foghorn. If you don't know what the foghorn sound is, it means another 49ers touch down. Let's go, Johnny Robinson. Question for the panel, which is our biggest weakness, safety or offensive line? Offensive line. Definitely O-line. 
I've been waiting for you to ask me who getting cut because I got a name and a number that gotta go immediately. <laughs> he, he, he better be he better go like with this one that's coming up tomorrow. He, like with these cuts to my name he, better be on he there. Better. I mean it. I mean he it. better. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Way too much. I swear to if he is not on there, I'm gonna be so mad. Are you guys talking about Justice School? Wrong. Okay, that's what I'm asking. That's nope. what I'm asking. So, PG, who are you talking about? No, I was talking about school, so I was actually off of what school Moses was talking a, about. School had a good game last game. Yeah, but, but he, but, but, that, still but that's that's why O line is our biggest weakness because she's talking right. about school, and I'm talking about somebody completely different. Oh, you talking about Sutherland? Get him out of here, <laughs> PG. Get oh, yeah, six that's another one. He'll, He'll be gone. He'll be gone tomorrow. Six six. Hey, hey he'll be he'll be gone tomorrow. Home. He'll be gone tomorrow. I, I don't see how he's gonna be. I take give me Donovan <laughs> West over oh, Keaton. Wow. Is he related Woo. to the ones? PG, you would know. You you into the movies and stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with this. AJ, is Brown, AJ AJ Brown's not gonna be in the top 100. Okay, that's fair because he missed too much. He missed too many games. He missed too much time. Jamar Chase is 24, and Jamar Chase had 81 catches for 1455 yards. And thirteen touchdowns, but bro, but bro, but bro, but bro. AJ only had sixty-three catches for eight hundred sixty-nine yards and five touchdowns. Look up the look up Hopkins numbers. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is true. It's ridiculous. It is. It's crazy. Uh, Garrett Brown said, and this is this could be true. Said that Fred would have been higher on the list, but he had a slow start. Oh like, yeah. See? You got to bring it back to fruition. But I'm cool with this. Keep pissing Fred Warner off. Yeah, because Fred different. He's already, he's already in that mind state. Bro, and now my, oh, yeah. Okay. My, my favorite part was when they asked Fred, which backs give you the most problems? <laughs> he looked at him <laughs> and said, none of them. <laughs> and then gave the crazy Skeletor laugh at the end, yo. Exactly. I was like, yo, Fred, on, he's, on, he's on something, yo. Yeah, he's on, he's on something crazy, like you can he's, tell he's through training camp. Right I've never seen a Fred act like that in, in camp. The way he I just attacked or he just came, but you know, seriously. But, 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 I love it. This is how live I know. I like it, too. I'm I trying know, to great. figure out when linebackers got soft. It's great. They used to be talking <laughs> stuff. They used to sleep with people, mamas. They used to do all kind of crazy stuff just to get underneath your skin and bro, into your head. Lawrence Taylor used to say to bro, people, "Bro, listen." And he, man, <laughs> that was Bill Romanowski was another one. Yeah, he he oh, was. Yeah. That's a, that's a totally different. That that was exactly. he was on another level. Shame. But yeah, like exactly. yeah. So uh, Fred Warner made what well, he was number forty-seven. We got. Um, Nick Bosa at 25, which is which is cool. Um, another that guy was, that's that gonna have cool, brother. That was cool. Both the uh both the Bosa's and the, the Diggs sets of brothers were in the mm-hmm. top 25. Isn't that cool? Isn't that cool? Yeah. Where did Joey go? I'm Is curious. Top 25 or top 30. No, top 30, because Joey was 30. Okay. Yeah. Well, he said that I'm tired. Joey said, I'm tired of people asking us which one of us is better. I'm, I'm happy that he's out there doing what he's doing, and I'm going to be out here doing what I'm doing. <laughs> but you know we know which one's better, though. I'm just saying. He said that his brother was better. He said mm-hmm. it. He, he came out and said it. And then the greatest tight end, in my opinion, in the game, <laughs> all right, is number 22, 
George Kittle, which means Travis Kelsey is probably going to be in the top 15, maybe. Mm-hmm. Did, did Darren Waller get picked? Yes, Waller's already yeah, got Yeah, Waller's picked. already on here. So, and then Mark and Andrews got picked as well? Yeah, Mark Andrews. Yeah, Andrews okay. has already got picked. All right, so the la- there's only one, and Kyle Pitts got picked? Oh, Kyle uh, Pitts, Pitts was a long time ago. 91. Okay, yeah. so all the tight ends are gone. Yes, that's last, it. Last is going to be um, mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey. Kelsey. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it so far. I, I'm going with two more. You guys going with two more? I got We got D1 Trent. I think that's going to conclude yeah, that'll the top be 100 it. for me. D1 Trent. Do you see anybody else on that joint? I thought Eric Armstead would have been on the list like no. in the 50s, 60s or I whatever. I think that it's just going to be Debo and Trent because now we're getting to the to the the top of the tip top and we still have mm-hmm. some receivers. Like Tyreek Hill's not been on here yet. Who? No. Who? Tyreek Hill has also not been on here. He's oh my gosh. I forgot about so Tyreek. Right. So we're not going to have anybody but, but Trent and Debo left. But we got those two. <laughs> Josh Norman is uh whatever his uh his Whole Foods badge number is at right this point. I don't know what <laughs> where, he, where he's working at right now, but uh yeah. <laughs> so um that'll be it. Uh, we got a couple of quarterbacks left. Um, so that top ten will have quarterbacks in it, of course. Yo, receivers. One hundred percent. I believe it. I believe it, Teradon. Um, yeah. I believe it. And that's why Eric Dickinson ran away from Lawrence Taylor. Like, he- yep. <laughs> yeah, that should be. He ran away. Um, Look, guys, it's a good list. It's fun. It's you know, and The thing I like about the list is there's a list voted on by the players. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's it. It's, there's nothing else in there but the players. Right. And so that's what's really cool. And you get your players when you get like kind of ranked amongst your peers. It lets mm-hmm. you know if your name is popping or trending, whatever word is true. What, like. what I like, what I liked um, was Kittles. I felt like that they did a great like summary, like around the league, players around the league about Kittle. And I really like that because Heck now yeah. all of them have to see some of Kittle and they know what he does when he's out there. And and I really, really appreciated the way that that one went when they when they was talking about Kittle. Yes. Did a really good job. Um, and, I, and the thing I liked is that they, uh, I can't remember which one it was that said it. Uh, but he said, Kittle's not just the best blocking tight end in the NFL. He's got the best hands. He's the best pass-catching tight end in the NFL. And then they show Kittle make this crazy one-hand yeah. stretch, <laughs> leap catch. And I was like, damn, I forgot about that, yo. Like, mm-hmm. Jimmy threw some weird balls for Kittle to catch. Pause. <laughs> I'm getting my pauses in early. I'm not giving more. He had to turn into Plastic Man to catch a plastic lot of them. Yo, it's those Pilates, man. He, Mr. Fantastic. Yep. That's his name. That's who Kittle is. He's Mr. <laughs> Fantastic because he had to stretch. Yep. You know, but here's some some cool things. If you guys are familiar with Adam Shine, he used to be on uh, NFL Series XM Radio. Uh, now he's you know doing some other things. He's on NFL Game Day, and these are his top defenses going in to 2022. Now I kept telling y'all the 49ers are a top three defense, and they're not number three or two. I, I don't know how else to say it, but that's, that's just how I was feeling. Right, Facts. so mm-hmm. you gotta say uh, if healthy emojis were right, because I had the Browns in the top five, and look where he got them. But at, le- at least I have him in the top ten. I'm I'm on to something. Yeah. I, so you had Bills, 
Mose, I remember you picking the Bills. I forgot about yep. the Bills defense. Oh my God, they added Von Miller. What the? Yes. Yeah, I don't know how you forgot about the Bills defense. I that, don't that either. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and when, when you talk when I talk about the Bills defense, the thing I like about them is they remind me of the 49ers defense only in mm-hmm. one aspect though. And it's that their front, the way they're building their front. A lot of their guys are young, but they're like seven, eight, nine guys deep. Oh my gosh. With all the guys that they drafted, Gregory Rousseau and Yes. Um uh Miami and Boogie Basham and uh Ed Oliver and AJ Epinesa. And now you throw Von Miller into that mix. Which means his 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 play is limited, but his role is still significant, which means yes. he's going to have more energy. Yeah. Yes. The Bills going to the Super Bowl. That's that's what that meant. He took the Rams to the Super Bowl when he went there. I don't care what anybody say. I know Aaron Donald got all the shine, but if it wasn't for Von Miller, Aaron Donald would have been handled. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, for Especially sure. in the NFC Championship game. Especially, oh, bro. Yeah, like, like, I'm, like, Ram fans, mm-hmm. don't get it twisted. Y'all won. Y'all get it. Kudos. But let's keep it a buck. Aaron Donald is always checked when playing San Francisco. Yep. Von Miller was the key cog piece in that situation. Yeah, He's now gone. And he's going to be that Good buffalo. Right. Good luck. Good freaking luck. We got contributions coming in here. Let's go ahead and get to these. Mr. G. Mr. G in the place to be. Um... I'm gonna let Mose take it. He's the he's mm-hmm. the uh the the line offensive and defensive line connoisseur of the show. Yep. Uh should Poe be trained for center? I understand the cross training aspect. You want your guys, you know, to be versatile, you want them to be able to play multiple positions if need be. However, in this situation, I do not think Poe should be trained for center. I think he's more viable in this offense. As a guard, what we ask our guards to do um, in pulling um, his athleticism to pull and be able to get to where he needs to be very quickly um, and still maintain that speed, that athleticism, that power. Um, I I don't want to take that away from the offense by having him play center and just having the anchor the middle. I think it does our offensive line a disservice to not use his athleticism as a guard uh, pulling. So I would not cross-train him for center. All right. And there you have it. There you have it. Um, and, and like Mo said, man, listen, the 49ers do cross-train players a lot. Uh, right now, Spencer Burford, I, I think even though he is, you know, being a guard, that kid is going to be right tackle next year. All right. I can tell you that right now. He's going to be the right tackle. He was drafted as a tackle. And so what they're doing is they're getting him acclimated to the guard position. He moves. He has the athleticism and the and the skinny body. Like, it's weird. Like, he's big, but he's, like, solid but quick, right? And so he's going to get yeah. out there and get on some of those fire blocks. It's going to be crazy. And you, yes. you know what's, you know what's going to help him with that, too? What's going to help him with that? Once he moves to that right tackle position, he's already going to know everything that that right guard needs That's to do. That's when I – do you understand? So him you, having that knowledge of what, of what he did at right guard, and how look at how Trent on the left side helped Lakin Tomlinson. Everybody was like, uh, oh, Lakin Tomlinson is okay, blah blah blah. But you know, maybe we can use upgrade. Trent comes in and Lakin Tomlinson's play immediately mm-hmm. skyrockets. And now everybody was like, Oh my god, we're gonna lose Lakin Tomlinson. We got him he paid. Goes to the Jets, everybody <laughs> goes, Oh my god, we don't have a left guard now. But it's it's what Trent did as a tackle 
um, and his just vast knowledge of the game being a pro so long, I think you can kind of speed that learning curve up for Spencer Burford by one, like you said, getting him acclimated to the offense, getting him acclimated to the NFL, understanding the speed, the power of these defensive linemen. But then when you do move him outside to right tackle, he'll be able to help whoever that right guard is. And their communication is going to be so solid because he's he's already going to know what he's supposed to do at from that right guard position. It could help. If 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 it's a veteran, he may not have to do a lot. If it's another young guy, it'll be maybe it's a maybe it's a Jalen Brown. Maybe we stop the Colton McKivitts experiment inside. I mean, outside at tackle and move him into guard where he's supposed to be. Whoever it is, he'll be able to communicate more effectively because he already knows the ins, ins and outs of being a right guard. So I, I love it, man. I I I really do want to see him on the outside. And we have booking tackles in Trent Williams and Spencer Burford. I, I know, I know the offensive line isn't solidified as of yet because it's it's mainly the unknown. It's it's, it's the X file, right? It's like, oh my god, like what's going to happen? We don't know. I'm just not worried, and and I'm I'm super excited to watch them grow. I, I think they went super young so they can grow together with Trey Lance. Everybody's young. I didn't even see it. I'm, I'm glad you watching it. No, GSU is hilarious. Oh, 100%. All right. So, yeah. He says, damn, I hope the 49ers cross train. So, listen. Let's talk about Mike McGlinchey real quick because there's a possibility that he he may not be ready to go week one. Um, Which means Colton McKivitz is going to get the, the nod. And... I don't know. A lot of people aren't sold on Colton McKivitz. Let's let's talk about this. So so here's we already talked about it, right? So I understand we have Daniel Brunskill, who's this Swiss Army knife, but the past few seasons he's made his bones at right guard. I know you want to kind of see what he can do for you at center, but once you saw that that wasn't what it hitting what it was hitting for. And you were like, okay, we're going with Jake Brindell as our center with the unknown of when McGlinchey's going to come back and with his injury. Why not put Spencer Burford at right tackle now? Put Brunskill on inside at guard, have Banks and Poe fight it out for the other guard. And at least you know that at, at right guard, we're okay because Brunskill's there. He may not be the best, but we know when he plays this position, he's solid for us. And we got this young kid who's coming in enthusiastic, understanding the offense, learning on the fly, getting better every single day. If you're already talking about moving him there next year, and I know I just talked about the benefits of him playing on the inside. If you're already talking about moving him there anyway next year, why not get a jump start on Burford outside at tackle anyway? Because I think Burford right now is better than McGlinchey because McGlinchey's injured and not 100%. And I think he's better than Colton McKivitz because I think he's stronger and he's more athletic. So, I mean, I, I don't know why you don't start that now as opposed to wait until next year. Just a thought. What do, you, what do you think is easier to transition into coming into the NFL? What if his weight isn't what they want it to be at tackle, but you would need to be heavier at guard? So, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. But what, what, do, you, what do you think? Is it easier to transition into – Maybe maybe learning the nuances on how to play guard, how to pull, how to move on this offensive line is what they're really owning in on with this training camp. Maybe that's probably what it is because you, your theory makes logical sense, dude. If 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 he's not here, boom. But I think with the 49ers 
light from McKivitz at left tackle, um, you know, when, when Trent was down, McKivitz played a really solid game. And and I'm thinking that he can transition that into the right tackle. Um, and so we're, we're, we're going to see. I, I think he'll start. He's going to start, obviously, against Houston with the ones. And then let's see how it pans out when he's out there with a solidified offensive line. Let's see if him being with better guys on the offensive line, mainly your Trent Williams. <laughs> let's see if he him out there just makes the offensive line do smarter stuff. Let's let's just see. And then we can really evaluate Colton McKivitz. You like you know what I'm saying? Because at this point, is he the weakest link now? Or do you guys still say that the center is the weakest link? Like it's it's weird. Right? Or do you guys think that the left guard is the weakest link? Because now the left guard is splitting with an undrafted guy split reps with the first team. I love freaking football because right. there's always a freaking battle. Like there's always a battle. So um uh speaking of like uh, talking about the outlining tackles, does anybody think that the 49ers are talking to New England about their tackle? Isaiah Wynn? Mm-hmm. Probably not. I don't. I just. I don't think that. I. It just seems like the 49ers ain't. They for. They can't even trade Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think they're trying to trade for anybody. At this <laughs> there moment. was a. There was another name that I heard floated around, and that was, uh, Tevin Jenkins from Chicago. I. I don't think. I don't think he's a fit there. Um, in Chicago, and I think he would be a fit for us now. Would Chicago want to do something like that before our week one matchup? Probably mm, not. not. Yeah. That that doesn't make sense for them to try to help us get better. I mean, we would be giving them something, whether it's a you know, another, you know, young player, you know, you know, player for player swap or, or a draft pick. But um, I mean, there are guys out there, but I mean, if we're not going out to get JC Treader to improve the center position, which I think, you know, everybody's saying, you know, cool, Jake Brindell is okay, but if there's better out there, which Kyle in this regime has always preached, you know, we're always going to do our due diligence and, Mm -hmm. you know, we're going to do whatever it takes to make this team better no matter what that is. Well, there's a guy out there that's better than who you have right now. And, you know, I know what you've seen from Brindell. I know what you think his potential is, but there's a guy out there who's better and you're not going to get him. So, you know – there's that, but um, there are, you know, pieces out there that we can go get young guys on other teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still want to continue to see Jordan Mills and see if he can kind of pick up this offense a little bit better and, and play a little bit more clean. Um, but I, I, it's not like a dire need, but I, I feel like we have to do something just to make sure that we got our all of our bases covered on this offensive line. I think it's awkward that, you know, I see Jerry says, we talk about offensive line every year, and we need to make sure Trey's good. It's something about Trey. Now, I'm not saying that Trey doesn't need a good offensive line. I think every quarterback needs a good offensive line, right? They'll do really well. Um, But, excuse me, it's something – there's a reason why Kyle isn't doing something. Like, I'm I'm like – because we're going to talk about Trey Lance in a second, right? We're going to talk about Trey Lance. PG has some really interesting comments about uh, Trey Lance's practice that I want you guys to hear. And we're going to talk about Trey, but I'm, conf- I'm, I'm not as concerned with the offensive line and getting Trey Lance hurt. I think it's more like 
I want the offensive line there because I want Trey Lance to be at his full capacity each and every week. But what if ad-libbing is something that we just need to see? Like, like what if that is the, the X factor? Because every quarterback doesn't have five to seven seconds to throw the ball. Cats running around for their lives, and then they make plays on the run from extended plays. That's something we haven't seen yet. Do we necessarily need the offensive line to be great for that to happen? Or do we just need it to be good? Here's the thing. I, it's the NFL. And every team, or mostly all teams, have some type of decent to good to great player. Right. So even though as a team they may not be great, you know, the, the coaches may not be getting the best out of the players – at, at, at some facet of this game, there is a one-on-one matchup. And if I got somebody good, like for a prime example, Khalil Mack was on the Bears. The Bears weren't relatively good, but I guarantee you Khalil Mack is going to win a lot of his one-on-one matchups no matter who's across from him. So, you know, when we're playing these really, really good players, you know, there's going to be those times where guys win. So I, I, I completely agree that we do need to see if Trey can improvise, but also still stay in tune with the offense and be able to build a rhythm. But, you know, he says we need to make sure Trey is good. How can we make sure Trey is good if he's not able to throw the ball? Because if Trey is running around for his life and has to improvise and some of his passes are incomplete or he has to throw it out of bounds just to live to find another down, and he's not pushing the ball downfield like we thought he would be because he doesn't have time to set his feet, step into his throw, make sure that the throw is clean, make sure it's on time and on target. How can we judge if he's good or not? I think the offensive line has to be somewhat competent enough to give him time to find a rhythm every single week. He's got to be able to get in a rhythm. He's got to be able to complete passes. He's got to be able to get the ball to, to George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel to allow them to get those yards after the catch. So it, it there has to be a balance. There really has to be a balance. I want to see Trey improvise because there's going to be times when we face a team that is blitz heavy and they're sending six, seven, they're sending eight guys. They don't care about our run. They don't care about Debo and Ayuk and George Kittle. They send in eight guys no matter what. There's times where Aaron Donald is in a zone and he's going to wreck a game. We got to play the Chargers where they got Joey Bosa on one side and Khalil Mack Mack. on the other side. And Derwin James waiting for you to throw the ball across the middle. And Derwin James just waiting. And they got J.C. Jackson on the outside. And they got the guy we should have drafted two years ago. And they got Asante Samuel Jr. He's getting better and and is going to look better because of all the other pieces that they just put around him. Right? These are the the dudes that we got to play this year. So, yes, it's great to see Trey Lance improvise and do those things to extend plays and extend drives and to help us push the ball down the field. But we can't totally judge him if our offensive line is like Swiss cheese and guys are getting in and he doesn't have an option to sit in the pocket, make it because that was was one of the things that we complained about Colin Kaepernick. He doesn't Mm -hmm. go through his reads. Yep. And Colin had time because he had a great (laughs) Amazing. He had time. (laughs) Colin just wasn't reading the book. Now, Trey has the ability to read the book, mm-hmm. but if he don't have time to go through the right. page by page, how you expect him to get through a chapter? 
Yeah, I don't I don't think the offensive line though is Swiss cheese or incompetent. I just think they need time to gel. Like we haven't seen it before. So it's like you can say that the offensive line isn't going to be good because you haven't seen it before. And then I can say on the flip side, well, we don't know if it's going to be good if we haven't seen it before, right? So, like, we just need to see it. I do know one thing. We got one key piece, and I thought we were going to have two. And I was really hoping that that was going to be the anchor. And then you fill it in, you know, you fill in the plugs. But if Mike McGlinchey, and that's how this all started, if Mike McGlinchey is not good to go week one, the 49ers might be in trouble because now you're only looking at – so you're telling me that Trent Williams got to pull all the weight. Lord. All of it. Shout out to shout out to J10. He, he just reminded me. We got to face the Raiders too. Max Crosby Max and Crosby. Chandler Jones. Like, we facing some dogs this year that when it comes to pass rushers. Yes. We got some dogs on our schedule. So I, I, I agree. I, I, I need this offensive line to give me a little bit more than what they should. And I, I agree with you. I'm not going to pass judgment too soon. I want to see them gel. And I, I want to see them in an offense that will help them do that. Because Correct. Kyle is going to put every piece on the field and in his offense in the best possible positions. That's not just the quarterback. That's not just the running backs. That's not just the receivers. That includes the offensive line. He's going to put everybody in the best position to succeed. They have to go out and do right. it. So, yeah, I will wait, and I'll, I'll see yeah. them gel. But I, I I need to start seeing that, like, right away. Yeah, All because right. just think about it. Like, week three is Denver, right? We got to – Week three is when it, is when it starts to get busy. Right. Yeah, because but weeks one and two is where I want to see them gelling. Exactly. Like that's, that that's, that's why I said I got to see it right away. You want to see we that continuity. Yeah. Is, that's where you build that momentum. Exactly. That can, that can carry you and sustain you through. Now, so I need to see it right away. If if Chicago and Seattle is showing us chinks in that armor, then I might be, I might be a little bit more worried than I am right now. Okay. And I think especially, that's fair. Especially because, a, a Chicago without Khalil Matt. Because now we're talking yeah. about real games that matter. Right. Right. So Correct. now we're talking about game plans. Mm-hmm. Right. We're not talking about vanilla defenses, vanilla offenses. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking about Roquan Smith, who's talking about not worrying about his contract all of a sudden till next season now. They're going, yeah. Like, like he's like, yo, I'm going I'm to just rock out all of a sudden. So, um, I, I, I'm not saying that the offensive line isn't the weakest link because that's what we're getting back to that that mm-hmm. question that contribution. Yep. I think that the offensive line is still the biggest weakness. Who is it that gave the contribution? Johnny Robinson. You know what I'm saying? I really mm-hmm. do. And then Taryn had a follow up question: Would you be opposed to a starting lineup of Williams, Banks, Brendel, Pole, and Burford? I like Ooh. the athleticism on this yeah. offensive line. I, but but guys. Nice. I, all right, I'm, I'm going to tell you a secret. I'm still not sold on Banks. True. Is he a better option right now? Like, I'm not sold on him, yo. Is, is he a better option right now than a Daniel Brunskill who's not 100%? Yes. And I, I think that's why you have to go with it. I know but you're I'm, not sold on him, but right now he's a better option than Correct. a less than 100% 
uh, Daniel Brunskill. And I think a lot of his in a, his deficiencies can be masked by being next to 71. Correct. And then, I mean, it's, 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 it is crazy to think about it. And do, do I think Kyle will do this? Absolutely not. But to have those two young guys who've already been working together, who've mm-hmm. already been training together, now playing next to each other, and they got to, you got my back, I got your back, yep. bad boys for life type thing. Mm-hmm. I think yep. that would be solid having Poe and Burford next to each other to, yeah. to pick each other up, to, to bounce ideas off of each other. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm i not opposed to that at all, Taryn. I like that. If, if that's something that we had to roll out because that's the best option as far as who's healthy and who's capable, I wouldn't mind that at all. It, lineup looks solid. Lineup, lineup, lineup. Let's cut through these contributions real quick because I don't want them to go away. Uh, I don't want people to forget. So let's get the foghorn ready. Left Coast Mana says, what's up, Nitty Gritty? Excited for the season. Breezy, you ever get that six take six hoodie I sent you? Please tell me you got it. I did get it. It's actually, uh, I tried it on, and I ain't wearing it until it gets cold because it's, it's thick. It's really good quality. <laughs> it, it, it's it's the sweat it's yeah so uh that the joint is fire man i appreciate it thank you so much for the for the hoodie bro because that's what we doing y'all we taking six this year you know what's even you know what i'm more excited y'all about this season than i have been in any other season because this season i absolutely know that the 49ers can do exactly what that says they can take six I think the 49ers are going to be bullies. They've already been labeled as bullies. And this year, all they got to do, all they got to do is keep the rotation flowing to allow health to be in their system. And then they will go ahead and take six. I'm telling you right now, that's how that's exactly how they're going to do it. They're going to take six. And I can tell you is right it, now, it's going to take that what, Is that six. what that meant? Yes. It's like, oh, <laughs> you. You you know you a music guy and I'm thinking oh, I, music. I thought it was though. I thought it the was group. the group. Take I definitely six. got it from the group. I got it from Claude. Yeah. I was like I was like they making take six hoodies. <laughs> I was like I'm like them old dudes still in the merch game. Listen man, them dudes still can say Acapulco yes, man. Them can. dudes is fire man. They they yeah, were the original. Pentatonic. They were so fantastic. Yes. Nice. I love Texas. Yes. That, and that's my man, Claude McKnight. That's Brian McKnight's brothers. If you guys know who Brian Part of Me was my favorite song. Oh actually. my gosh. Yes. Yo, I can listen to that song fun. over and over and over again. I loved A Part of Me. So but that's awesome. where I, I got the concept Take Six because it was from the group name. And I was like, you know what? Bump all that quest that's, for six. You know Let's what? go out here and take Let's six. Take it. So left All coast, right. man, I thank you that my sister Tanya in the building. She says Kinlaw had a solid game. His interview after the game, he really sound positive. He said he feels great. That's good to see. Did you guys get a chance to see his interview after the game? Just curious. Yes, he was so, so happy and upbeat. And I and it was I've such a great thing to thing see. Long, long. I I ain't get upbeat. I, 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 def, I definitely didn't get upbeat. Kinlaw is hard to read, yo. I feel like he's scary to people, yo. But I'm from yeah. the south, so I so I can feel like where he's coming from. That I try to tell people upbeat, like I can do that, and I think that inside, like I just say about inside, I think he's excited because he's finally healthy. And no, he's that, that, ready to roll. I'm not, I'm not that, that's what I mean by a beat. I'm not questioning his excitement. 
I'm right. saying he don't sound upbeat. He he no, just what, no, but I, I get for for him, right? That was upbeat for him. That yes. still sound to me is still scary, <laughs> and I felt like oh, it's, no, it's, a, it's a scary upbeat. It's a, but but did you hear because the, the way he was the way he was responding. To the questions was like, oh shoot, is he gonna snap? Is yeah. he gonna flip? Yeah, like because uh-huh. they kept asking him the same question, and he kept giving them this. I feel good, yo. I, I feel real good. Uh, it was a long, 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 long time. Right. So yeah. I get it. I get where you're going with it. I just was like, he still seems a little weird, but Ken Law he's just wired different. I don't think he wired different. No, he's I, definitely I, wired different. You think he's definitely wired, wired different? different. Yeah. He's, he's definitely wired different. <laughs> I, just, I just think Ken Law is Ken Law, and I'm just going to accept him for who he is. I, I, just, I just love... All right, here's... So that game, he didn't play much. But what his impact on the field was so impactful, I'm okay if the offense can't score if he's going to be out there playing... And that type of way. And and all he's going to do is make everybody – here's what the 49ers are doing, right? Peachy comes out here on fire. Oh, shit, I got to step my game up. Here come Moe's. Oh, I can't let these two motherfuckers outshine me. Here come Breezy. And we're doing it still as a team, but we're having fun because I'm out trying to shine you. You out trying to shine me, vice versa, versa, versa. That's what you're going to do all season long. It's, it's gonna it's, be. It's a, it's a friendly competition amongst teammates, especially in sports, especially in in, in in baseball. If I get a home run, homie after me, he trying to smack one out too. You know, if I <laughs> score a touchdown, homie's trying to score a touchdown. If Bingo. I hit a three, my my teammate he trying to hit a three. If I dunk on somebody, he trying to dunk. It's a friendly competition within sports, but it's right. also complimentary. Mm-hmm. It's how do I do my job to the best of my abilities. To help my guys out, and if everybody has that mindset, if if Ken Law had, how do I rush from this position to help Armstead and to help Drake Jackson and to help Nick Bosa, and if Armstead has, how do I help Ken Law and Jackson and Bosa, and if Bosa says, how do I help Ken Law, Armstead, and Jackson, like it continues and continues throughout the entirety of the defense, then that's why you see us in the top two and not two. That's why the 49ers are going to be one big-ass rash, right? They're going to spread to everybody. The infection is going to be crazy. Every Yo, just listen to the, the pressers today. All right, here's one thing I know the 49ers are going to be focusing on this year. Check out the poll question. If you didn't get a chance to check it out, check it out. There's going to be takeovers. So not only are we going to take six, we're going to take over the league, right? Oh, That's yeah. what the 49ers are looking to do this, this season. Get takeovers. And then capitalize off of the takeovers, right? So Trey Lance's job is to capitalize off of the takeovers. I've watched four, five, six takeovers and two preseason games. I ain't never seen no shit like that. I'm trying (laughs) to figure out when did the 49ers say, let's go get the ball. Let's go get it. Yeah. I I just I just wanted to continue into the season, but this is a good it's sign. Infectious though, Moe. It's a it's a good sign. It's a great getting, sign. We're getting multiple turnovers. What is that? Yeah. Six turnovers. You said six and two I, I games, think it, right? I think it's six. I think it's six, bro. Because we had it, three interceptions in in the first game. They had, we had two interceptions, two interceptions and, a and a fumble, fumble recovery. recovery. This game, six, bro. This six. Is, I need six. I need this I to spill over. Yeah, I need this to spill over into the regular season. But this is All a right. really but really Mose, good sign. 
most here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's coming from the depth. Mm. Mm. And then in practice, <laughs> imagine Mosley going out there letting no cast through yeah. cool mm-hmm. Real talk. Yeah. So let's get to this because this is going to be our last thing. And I definitely want to open the phone lines, PG and Mose. I want to open mm-hmm. the phone lines. I feel like we haven't talked to our peoples in a long time. All right. Oh, yeah. So we got to open up with this. We're going to talk about this our last point. All right. Matt Mayoko says it was a rough practice for Trey Lance. He was picked off three times. All on passes intended for Debo Samuel, Talano Hufunga, Emmanuel Mosley had interceptions off deflections, and Fred Warner also had an INT. I want to know who deflected those passes. Was it Drake Jackson? Was it any other? <laughs> right. They're getting their hands up. No, 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 no. That's what we want. We exactly. Want up. Yes. I'm curious to know who were the deflectors of the deflections. Right. right? I know. I know. Manny was one. So the one that Hufunga got. Was from Manny's tip, I think. Okay, I'm pretty sure. So most sure. most don't got to pause when he say stuff. What All did right, I cool. say? It was from Manny's tip. <laughs> 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 but it's all good. It's all, it's, it's, it's a conspiracy. <laughs> Very good, breezy. You got it. Very it's a good, breezy conspiracy. Breezy. Like you know. Wow. Thank you, Very Mike. Good, <laughs> Thank you, Mike. They're on a little lag, and he knew you were supposed to say Paul. I'm just Ooh. curious, yo. I'm on it today. Shout out to the watermelon uh, hard seltzer, White Claws, man. <laughs> they got me feeling right right now. Uh, wow. But nah, Peachy, we're getting interceptions, Peach. Yep. We're getting interceptions, Peach. Yep. And, and, and yeah. not just in practice. We're mm-hmm. getting them in games. Yeah. Like even though they're preseason games, we're still forcing teams to make yes. mistakes. In order right. to get interceptions and turnovers, you gotta force teams to Amen. make mistakes. If yes. the depth is forcing teams to make yep. mistakes, D'Amico Ryan's may be gone mid-season head coaches somewhere, yo. I'm telling no. you right now, dog. <laughs> He's gonna scary. have a he'll have a head coaching offer by our bye week because our bye week is directly <laughs> we, in the middle of the season. <laughs> He's going to have a head coaching offer by the bye week. And they just going to keep you. it quiet to not right. let it be a distraction. You know it. But he's going to have an offer by week nine. Absolutely. That's crazy, yo. I, I, and he spoke today, and he spoke about pressure. Drake Jackson is more than a freak. You know what's scary oh, about Drake him. Jackson, y'all? He don't even have his man body yet. I ain't pausing on that no, shit. He I'm really not. doesn't. I'm just trying to explain <laughs> to you that he didn't even, he don't have he's it still yet. A, yo, he's still a baby. He's a yes. kid. He's, he's just a, a kid. big kid. Yep. So I, like him, um, him and Burford, like those two, I'm so excited to just continue to watch them in the league as they progress and grow. Like, I'm man. 49ers done it again. We got these. I mean, excited. People are so excited about these guys. It's it's amazing to watch them. How can I say this, yo? The heart, the 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 harder, the more you train, the harder you train, the better the results. Right. And we're starting to see results. Like we're like, dang. When you say OTAs don't matter, they matter. Then training camp, eh, it's just it's just it's just installments. It matters. Then you watch preseason. 
preseason don't matter. Nah, it matters. It matters. It matters, right? And now it's going to all transition into the regular season. We got 17 games after this preseason game yeah. uh, on Thursday night against the Houston Texans in Houston, right? They got mm-hmm. 17 days to get this roster down. They got to get the roster down to 80 by yeah. tomorrow. The 49ers got to release five players. We have no idea who they're going to be. I had a whole exercise we were going to do on the show, but the way y'all set this chat up is y'all don't give a fuck about our agenda. We do what y'all want. So that's what happened with that's that. All right. Um, and it's, it's crazy. Right. And so uh, I like the, 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 the team, the team is on its way to something we've probably never seen before. We get back Eric Armstead in practice, Emmanuel mostly in practice, Chavarius Ward. Uh, I don't know if he practiced. Embry Thomas is back. Like these guys are coming back mm-hmm. like healthy. All right. So yes. we could scratch Jimmy Ward. That's okay. We're going to build up the depth. The key mm-hmm. thing about that game on the other day, was that Kyle Shanahan set how many? 25, 26, 29, 20, 20 plus. Play. Like 26, I think, something like yeah, that, yeah. 20, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And we watched guys go out there and put some really good tape yes. on can on the film, right? And yep. so um, I got to get your unsung hero for the game. I, I, I need to know, you know, um, Peachy, you can go first. I need to know who was that guy that just stood out amongst, excuse me, all the players. You can only pick one, right? It's got to be an offensive player or a defensive player. Who are you going with, your unsung hero for the game? Guys, post your unsung heroes in the chat as we speak. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But don't give Peachy no ideas. I want to see what hers is going to be. My unsung hero for this game is is – I love the way that he has looked in preseason altogether. And that's Tanner Hudson. Like he's literally like, I, I really, really am Tiny impressed with two. this dude. Yes. Titan number yes, two. Absolutely. Titan number two. Listen. He just keeps Peachy. on impressing and impressing. I really do. Peachy sent me a text dude. message game one. <laughs> Wayne, watch Tanner Hudson. Mm-hmm. Tanner who? Tanner Hudson. How you spell it? Tanner Hudson. All right, cool. Uh, the guy had an immaculate game. He's the best tight end in the game. In game two. Mm-hmm. Peachy, that's a good one. That's a good yeah, one. That's a really good one. That's a really good one. I got to go with my boy Moe's. Uh, and Peachy, shout out to you mentioning the tight end. People keep forgetting that there's a tight end battle. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely. Now, don't be mad because I think Ross Dwelly is tight end number two. And I, I'm going to tell you why. But Tanner Hudson is tight end. Shit. I'm, to three tight ends, right? Could only go. We have last year. We had three, right? You can only go three. Kittle, Dwelly, and Warner. <sighs> Do you think? I think Warner is going to go back. Warner's back at practice, too, by the way. Excuse me. Um, this is tough. Yeah, that's tough. Cause Tanner's baller. I cannot see the 49ers like moving off of Tanner. Like I can't. Like I really can see Tanner that he staked his claim as a time. People saying Dwelly gotta go. Nah, Melissa. I don't think so. You just mad because Hokit not here. But listen, that's, <laughs> that's what no, but see, I brought that up because that's why I think Dwelly stays. Who's the emergency fullback? When Kyle Yushek gets hurt, who plays fullback? Ross Dwelly. Yeah. 
True. Now, I know a lot of people say, oh, you could just put Jason Pohl back there. Man, you got this cat trying to figure out the offensive line. Let's let him focus on that right now. Yeah, I like can... your I like your idea that you have, Breezy, for, for him being in that role. To, so you get a fullback and a running. tight end. Exactly. Like, what do you call that? An H-back? I think that's what you call it. So you get that out mm-hmm. of Dwelly. Yeah. Therefore, I think he's going to be a lock. Right. But now it's going to come down to Warner who's probably still the second best blocking tight end. Yes. Because no one's better than George Kittle. Mm-mm. Fumugali's out there. He not making Shh. it. You don't think so? No. <laughs> if, if we only keep three, Fumugali's not making it. I think it's Kittle, it's Dwelly, and it's between Warner and Hudson. Ross is trash on special teams. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, he's not going to be playing special teams, though. I mean, he'll he'll get in there, but I, I he's not a blocker. I think I think he's he can play fullback. Can you imagine what you can do with him out of the backfield? He's taller than Kyle Juszczyk. I don't know. I don't know if he's a lock. Gotcha. People are saying he's gone. Fumagalli's gone. I don't know what's up with Warner. That's crazy. This is yeah. tough. It he is. That up, man. <laughs> it this is. is tough. It really uh, is. But I I really feel like that Tanner has done enough to to um, be on the 53. I really do. All right. So, I really do. With, with, with Tanner, um, Moe's, yep. who are you going with? Uh, somebody already put this in the chat. Give me uh, Bobby, Bobby Womack's grandson. Wait until tonight. I love him so Listen. much. Back to back weeks with a turnover. Yes. First two week one. Interceptions and now a fumble recovery fumble on recovery. special teams. Who got that? Fool? Who forced the fumble? Malik Turner. Yes. Who's going to be a lock? So, um, you know, oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, I just think with what he's been able to do so far, how he's been able to step in. Uh, it's it's been a, a sight to see. A lot of people are like, who is this kid from Toledo? Mm-hmm. You know, is he really? Does he even have a chance to make this roster? Nobody ever heard of this kid before. But again, it speaks to uh, this front office team, this scouting department being able to identify talent. And if he continues to grow at the rate that he's going right now, uh, we got another good one. So I'm, I'm gonna go with Womack. All right, man. And all right, so this is dope, right? Because Peachy went with a free agent. Uh, Moe's went with a draft pick. And I'm going to go with an undrafted guy. And he plays my position. He was a running back. Mm -hmm. And I think he's going to be running back number two, yo. Number two? Number two, yo. What? Listen. When you watch Jordan Mason ball, bro, whoa! I don't care if he did it against the, the threes, the twos. Where's that? Where's that dog meme where they have that thing where he goes? What? Yes. Let me let me explain to you. Like, all right. So first of all, shout out to our brother John Chapman. He's been high on Jordan Mason from the jump. Wow. Um, when you watch Mason run, it's angry. It's low to the ground. And what do you tell your running backs to do? Never stop 
churning the feet. Always push for extra yards. Mm-hmm. Who did it and could have probably scored a touchdown, but they went into that, you know, uh, down the ball bull crap at the end of the game, you know. I think I I really think Jordan Mason is pushing to be running back number two. This is what Kyle Shanahan is doing. He drafted a guy, he undrafted a guy. Which guy he gonna go with? And so I love TDP. I love what he was what he what he did in that game. Um, did we see? I don't know who's a better pass catching back out of the two, but Jordan Mason is big. I think Kyle Shanahan, in my opinion needs to go with these bigger backs. I don't care if they got four, five, four, six. I don't care what the speed is. I know when they get the ball, they ain't running like they got four, 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 five. They running like they fast, right? And so I like what Jordan Mason is doing right now. He's putting really good film out there. And if you put that cat on the cut list, he going straight to Seattle, like straight up. Like he he won't even have, boom, Seattle, pick him up easily and i don't think you want that monster coming back to san francisco when you got the monster already in here like don't let him out the building jordan mace is gonna be a monster i like him so i know a lot of people are gonna be like well what does that mean about trey sermon jermichael hasty all these guys jeff wilson jr i i think jeff gets i think jeff gets traded a lot of people think that that's why we haven't seen him. It's because he's he's trade bait. I think he's I think he's gonna get traded. It's the game. It's a one year contract, easily tradable contract. You can trade for him, um, and he can and, and he'll go to a team. You saw the Raiders just released Kenyon Drake. <laughs> yes, that, yeah, with the Listen. with the dog meme. That's exactly what I said. I said what? Right, yeah. They they just released Kenyon Drake, which means didn't they draft a running back though? This year, I know, I know they got Josh Jacobs. I thought they had a. I thought and they I got don't a, think they. I don't think they picked up his fifth year option. I think they drafted a running back though. Correct me so, if I'm wrong. So I'm that, not sure that's what they odd have to me going on. for them to cut Drake. That was a shocker. Even Drake didn't even see that coming because he's got this thing on Twitter. He did not like, see oh. that coming. He's like, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, guys, football is cut. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, I was watching them play. He actually looks really good. Oh, okay. Z- Zamir White from Georgia. Oh, from Georgia. Oh, yeah. He looks good. He he's I playing, like Zamir he's playing White. hard. They're I trying like to say Zamir that he, White, Zamir White is playing really well. He, so he it may, makes sense. He may be taking that number one spot. He might. I would uh, I wouldn't be surprised about it. There's some Samir running backs. Is balling right now. Hey, most Peachy, do you remember the running back I wanted to draft? I'll give you a hint. His initials are BR, and it's not Bleacher Report. Brian Robinson. Bro, he is killing mm-hmm. in Washington right now. Yeah. And you and you know what the problem that they having over there? What's oh that? yeah. Antonio Gibson can't yes, stop fumbling the ball. Exactly. And um, they're saying that he could wind up jumping him if he don't stop with that fumbleitis because it is some serious it's serious. These rookie running backs, bro, <laughs> all they need is an opportunity. That's so it. Jordan Mason makes this roster, in my opinion. Um, and he's my unsung hero in that game. He finished with the most yards. He had the highest PFF grade at 93.7 on offense, period. Period. 
The kid Number two, only, huh? He, wow. he's, he's only getting better. It's unfortunate. Listen, I'm I'm all in on Trey Sermon. I believe in him, but he don't believe in himself. I I like I don't know what you want me to say. Like know. it's put up or shut up. You you, you you go. Let's talk about Trey Sermon. Actually, you know what, guys? What he are your a, thoughts? He's he looking a lot like Mildew right now. What are your thoughts on Trey? Oops. What are your thoughts on Trey know. Sermon? The number is uh four seven five. Five four nine seven eight four nine. Do I got the number up here? Thought I did. Nope. <laughs> Let's put it in here. What's the number? Four seven five five four nine seven eight four nine. Boom. Call me now. <laughs> Remember that man? Was Cleo really Jamaican? No, she was not. She was a fool. <laughs> raw. She she was like the um what was it was it no was it Craig David was the one that wasn't, wasn't Jamaican either as a singer no one of them one of them was it I um, I'm pretty sure that it's Craig David that wasn't what he was supposed to be either. yeah wasn't he supposed to be like British or... right right he was supposed to be like yeah. so, but but he wasn't no <laughs> all right listen we got the number on the screen we'll take about. Four or five callers, the first four or five callers, you can come in on the show. I want to know, man, what are the 49? What would you do with Trey Sermon? All right. What would you do with Trey Sermon? Peachy's going to post up anything she sees out in the comments related to Trey Sermon. What would you do about Trey Sermon? I want you to call. You get, you know, you can call and talk and you get two minutes to talk. We want to get about five or six people on the show. Uh, Daniel Garcia says he's a great player on the wrong team and system. This was my. Theory Which is exactly processes. what I yeah, yeah. This is what we said. We said that. We said that. I, I don't I don't I don't understand though, but I just don't think that this offense is but that's and that but but he might not fit the offense, but what does that have to do with him still running hard and hitting the hole? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, when you're not um I wouldn't say that. Because Lattimore had injuries, and he had injuries, and yeah, significant yeah. injuries to mm-hmm. his knees. Sermon is not Marcus Lattimore by any stretch of the imagination. Right. He's not if even Lattimore. Didn't, oh, well, if Lattimore called. didn't have those injuries, he'd probably be one of the top backs in 49er history. But I, I think just really quickly, um, because he's in the wrong system and he's in the wrong on, scheme, it, it he's he's thinking more than he's just playing football and reacting I'll say yeah. he, he's gotta he's gotta figure that out melissa what's going on you're on nitty-gritty nine so how you doing i'm good how are you three we're doing really good we're doing really good man we're gonna end this show on trey sermon a lot of people are talking about trey and and not trey lance they talk about trey sermon and they just mm-hmm. feel like he doesn't fit with this team or he's just not good what are your thoughts on trey sermon man what would you do with trey sermon uh, I trade him somewhere else because I think he needs to change the scenery. Oh, you trade him. I like that. I like that. Do you think he's good? What? What? <laughs> he hasn't produced anything, mm-hmm. in my opinion, to be traded. But what? What do you think you can get for Trey Sermon? Would you take a seventh round pick? Would you take a sixth round pick? I mean, fifth or sixth. I mean, those are like our good rounds for like guys and gems like Womack and Kittle and Greenlaw. I got you. So I'm I'm offering you a seventh. Yeah. Would you take it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Better than cutting them. It's better than cutting them. It is better than cutting them. It is better than cutting them. I think the 49ers are going to play that game, right? They'll cut them. Mm-hmm. Now, if the 49ers cut Trey Sermon, he clears waivers, 
would you resign him to the practice squad? Yeah. See, I like if the way he, Melissa no thinks. no one claimed him yet, but I don't think that would happen. I think. Oh, you think he'll get claimed? Like Hawkett. Okay. I don't think he'll get claimed. I don't think he's done it. I, I do. I, I think uh, Saquon Barkley doesn't run at holes hard. And I think with uh, the Giants, they have a lot of question marks. So they might take a flyer on a running back. Seattle can't keep a running back healthy to save their lives. I mean, none of you all thought that Josh Hawk could be picked up and the Cardinals snatched him up. So it is what it is. I mean, it, it is. I mean, I mean, cats want people out of the 49ers system. That doesn't mean Hulk is going to make the team, but he did get picked I up. I didn't say he was going to be a Cardinal. I just said I'm grateful that he's finally off of practice squad help because we all knew that no way, as long as Kyle Yuschek wanted to be a Niner, that he ever got a fair shot. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm hoping he makes the team. I, I'm hoping that's the route that they're trying to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With the fullback. We, I've never really seen Arizona with the fullback, except for back in the day. So we're hoping that's the route. Like, I'm, I'm definitely looking for him to make this team. But um, I like it. Like, I like it. You said you would release him or you would try mm-hmm. to – you said you would try to trade him first. And if you can't yeah. trade him, you release him by August 30th. And it's a possibility. And Kyle Shanahan could be just throwing mad, like, weird shade. Because everything he says about Trey, when they ask him about Trey, it's just like, oh, no, he's good. Yeah, I, I think Jeff Wilson Jr. and Trey Sermon are kind of like the two outside guys right now. I think Casey's done enough. I mean, I have issues with his fumbling, but – I think he's done enough to kind of endear himself to Shanahan. So if I had to pick, pick two guys that were on the outs, it'd be Sermon and Jeff Wilson Jr. And I think that Jeff Wilson Jr. is not getting any looks right now because I think that Kyle with the new extended bets wants to sneak him onto the practice squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a possibility that he could make that practice squad. I don't think he accrued enough to not make the practice squad. So you could possibly be right. That's probably why he was sad a lot last year. Uh, it wasn't just because of the injury. It was because Kyle was trying to figure out. They said he was a healthy scratch yes, uh, what, Saturday. So. Yeah, they and said, that's what he's been a lot. like Just like Simon, they've been healthy scratches. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of play, a, a lot of players, they don't want – they didn't want to play last Saturday. So we'll see what happens this week. If Jeff Wilson plays this week, then something's up. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, I wanted to tell everybody something because I was on uh, watching Silverback again last, mm-hmm. this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, for anyone that's out of uh, market, they have the game on Amazon Prime Video on Thursday. Oh, it's on Thursday Amazon. Game. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, yes. The game's going to be on Amazon Prime. So nobody has to illegally stream it. If you have Amazon Prime, you can watch the game. All right. Well, thank you so much, Melissa, for, much. for being on the show. We truly appreciate you for calling in. Thank you, Izzy. Can I ask you a question? Are you guys really going to do the bet? I mean, I know I brought it up on the locker room, right? but I was always curious. Which bet? The bet that Peachy owed me the jersey? She owed yeah. me Amber Thomas jersey? <laughs> Look, yeah. the, the funny thing is both of them cats might not make this team. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> John and I were just like randomly like talking about like some of our favorite moments about Niner podcast and like they had no idea about Hockett or any of the stuff that happens on them, even though they kind of like stalk you guys now because of John. Mm-hmm. It, it's just funny that they they know oh, it's the most hilarious thing that you and PG had the Michigan Ohio. It was a Michigan Ohio State made, bet. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 Ambry won because he had the better season. 
So I, uh, I want... mean, he kind of stole the playoffs by intercepting right in front of Beckham. So yeah. So Melissa's saying, Peachy, you got to get me that Amber Thomas jersey, but <laughs> can you get it for me from Michigan? Because I don't think he's gonna be on Forty Nine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, but um, and I just want to ask you guys real quick, uh, your thoughts on McCrary Bowl and Diamador Lenar because it feels like they came like out of nowhere this offseason. Hey, Diamador had a great game last week and um, really good grade in PFF. Uh, they had him lined up in a nickelback position, yo. So Diamador finally got some nickelback burn and he was really damn good at it. Um, I kind of like him there. Ball is going to have issues making this team. We just have too many good linebackers right now. Um, I still think Flanagan Falls is going to go and get traded. Okay. I can see it. I, I think right now they want to keep, at least for this year, right, Aziz, Fred, and Dre. And I think they're going to try to get rid of Flanagan Falls. And I think they're going to try to sort of either stash or train up some of these other linebackers because they know that Either you're not going to keep a season, Andre, or you're only going to be able to keep one of them after this year because they're both free agents after the year. It's a possibility. We trade linebackers every year. Um, I don't, I don't know <laughs> if they want to trade five. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I because because our linebackers get injured, and mm-hmm. he's definitely the best to come in and, and to relieve guys, you know, whatever, whatnot, as far as the rotation. I think Ball, I think it, he can he can develop into uh, a better linebacker, but he still needs help in the run game, and that's where we need our linebackers. He's good in coverage, though. He's pretty good in coverage. Uh, but we got some young guys, man, and I, I'm hoping they clear waivers and make this practice squad, but you know how it works. Just like you said, no one thought uh, Hogan was going to get taken, and then boom, he was gone just like that. I just thought that you and other podcasters like you had him on and got to show how awesome he is. So he was I appreciate awesome. that. He was a really awesome dude. Uh, if you guys didn't get a chance to watch that episode, go and check out that episode with Josh Hokett. Uh, very good. We talked about him and, and Fred Warner's relationship. I thought it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's unfortunate that, you know, he, he just happened to be a cut. And, and, it, and you know why I think he was cut, Melissa? And I'm going to let you go. Because, <laughs> because of Ross Dwelly. I'm telling you, you don't want to oh believe it. You're God. talking about Ross Dwelly sucking on special teams. None of that. That's, that doesn't matter. Ross Dwelly is an offensive weapon. And if, Ross Dwelly barely gets the freaking ball unless George Kittle's out. And even then, he's like a 50-50 shot. They, but when they throw in the ball, guess what he does? He catches it. Doesn't matter where Not you throw always, it. but... But I, and, and, I, I but, can see your point that he's he, he's the one that has the most experience playing tight end and fullback at the backup. So I, I just think that's the only reason why in, they had to let that, go of Hogan. In that game, yeah, I can understand. I'm still not happy about it. I mean, I, I would have caught, uh, I would have cut either Sutherland or Mac first, but don't worry, no. cu- those cuts are coming tomorrow. I <laughs> yeah, indefinitely. <laughs> well, Mac is already gone, but those yeah. other cuts are coming tomorrow. Oh yeah, they come. School, um, I also um, school better be on there. See our uh, linebackers coach back this year because he just uh, went through his cancer treatment last year. So yeah, yeah, yeah. very good. Well, Melissa, thank you for calling, and I got to get to a couple of these other callers real quick before we jump off the air. Absolutely, and happy thank you, Izzy. Peachy and her twenty ninth again. All thank right, you. Happy birthday. Bye. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye.
That's my girl, Melissa. Somebody else called, and uh, I thought I missed the call. Let me check and double check. All right. Well, there's the number. It's still going to be on here. We got about 15 minutes left on the show. See how many more calls we can get to. You know, she has some really interesting takes, man. Trading DFF. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. Fortnite or media was gonna gonna die if that happens. <laughs> I see. <laughs> we coming. Hey, hey I know we coming with you. Hey, we coming. What's going on, bro? Not too much, brother. How's the how's the nitty gritty family doing? Oh, we doing good. I'm good. Doing good. You doing good? I'm doing good. Mo's, you good? Great. Doing great. Right. You doing great. So what's going on, man? Yeah, not not too much, brother. I, I think that the uh, last caller, I think she she uh, she killed it, man. She did a really good job with that. I, For sure. I, I think everybody. I think a lot of people are kind of kind of say the um, same thing. Isn't it crazy what just you know two weeks will do? You go from everybody, it, it, myself included, was going like you know Sermon. We think he's got a chance. He's going to really have a big breakout year. Even had like that uh, like that what was it a hundred yard game or near hundred yard game against yards, man. So now it's like. Well, we got to cut him. Can't let this undraft. Like it really shows that the NFL is not for long, like at all. Oh snap! It's just, it, yeah, just how quickly opinions on uh, on players can can change. I, I try to be respectful about it because you never. I mean, it's people's uh, lives and, and their dreams. But the only thing I was thinking of was was yeah. I mean, releasing him. I don't think that we're going to be be able to get a trade partner for him because there's other. There's actually bigger name running backs on other teams where they're talking about releasing them. So he's Sermon really just doesn't have any value. And I'm just really wondering, and it's not his fault. Like he has no value like him personally or anything like that. It's his position as a running back. And I'm just wondering how much longer, you know, are the 49ers going to keep drafting running backs, you know, at the third round, like nothing against TDP, but it's just like, even last year, right? Like, I mean, we got, you know, we our third rounder was Sermon, but then you look at Mitchell and you're like, damn, that dude can ball. I see and then you going. look at this year, this year TDP is definitely going to, is definitely going to make the roster. He's going to have a bigger impact than Sermon did. But if I were to ask everybody listening right now, would anybody be absolutely shocked? Would anybody be absolutely floored if Mason got ahead of TDP on the depth chart by the, by the end of the season. I think like, it's going to be by the he, beginning of the season, to be honest with you. It, it's just, it's just, it, it's mind blowing. So I don't know who, who over there in the 49ers uh, organization has the, has the buzzer over there for the third round pick, but they need to take that, uh, they need to take that uh, <laughs> off that guy's hands for sure. I definitely get where you're going with this. I, I like to address it off the air, uh, if you don't mind. But I definitely get where you're going with this. And it's very important because I have a really good take on maybe why they do what they do. Um, and huh. why those okay. those late round guys, you know, kind of like supersede expectations. And it's probably yeah. because when you draft the guy later, you don't have those expectations. And so when you don't have those expectations on those guys like an Elijah Mitchell who was drafted in the sixth round and then an undrafted guy like Jordan Mason, you just like, yo, man, you better go out there and put your best stuff out there, yo. And if you do something, we see it, we like it, boom, you're going to get a shot, right? And that's what Elijah Mitchell did. And some guys, you ever hear that Eminem, uh, Eminem song, Lose Yourself, and mm -hmm. you listen to the chorus, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like that chorus is every, that has to be one of the greatest hooks 
Love of it. all times. You better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it. You better never let it go. You only get one shot. That's it. That's the part that I had to get. To. I had to say the whole thing to get to that one part. You only get one shot. <laughs> Do not miss your chance and blow. This opportunity comes once in a lifetime. You two don't flag us for this. I'm quoting Eminem. So (laughs) when Elijah Mitchell got his one shot, he never looked back. He put it, he said, I'm going to leave it all out here on the field. I'm going to block. I'm going to catch. I'm going to run. I'm going to do this. Even if he was going to back up whoever, when his number was called, he didn't look back. He became the starting running back, a six-round pick. So I like your theory. I like your point when you say, oh, man, like, why are we wasting – why are we drafting running backs in the third round when we can probably get a guy in the sixth round or undrafted? Makes sense. I think they feel like there's potential in those guys in those in those earlier rounds. And they probably feel like if they could get him in here and they do show some stuff in the system, they could flip it. You ever buy stuff just to try to flip it? You ever buy a PlayStation? And you'd be like, I ain't going to play this job. No, I, you know, I, but, you know, the, the thing is, and I get, what, I get what you're saying about trying to, like, flip it and everything like that, but, you know, to be honest, I, I'd be I'd be curious to see what your what your mock draft would have been and who you had at the at the third round. And I just don't think it would have it wasn't been a running back bro. anywhere near. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I didn't have a exactly. drafted running back until the fifth round, mm-hmm. and my running back right. was either Brian Robinson, Pierre Strong, like those guys. Yep. <laughs> like you get what I'm saying? So you're right. Yeah. You're right. But for some reason, Kyle won at TDP. And I think TDP is going to be a bruiser. I thought Trey Sermon was going to be a bruiser back too, though. But then when I looked yeah. at his style of running in Ohio State, that cat was jumping over cats, and and it was totally different. He played in a spread offense. And you know the most important part about Trey Sermon? He's better out of the shotgun. We don't do that. That's true. That's true. That is an underrated comment. That is 100% true. Yep. I absolutely forgot about that. Yeah, I, that's that's correct. And that's that's, on the, somebody on said the he doesn't fit the offense. That's why he's not fitting. Yep. He's not the too. single back out that. there. <laughs> he's not the single yep. back. He has a full back blocking for him. He has this, is that, whatever. He's usually lined up 10. How many yards them, them shotgun running backs be lined up deep? He could put. And remember, I kept saying he's a rhythm guy, so he needs to pick up steam. Okay. He's not getting that. He's not. He's not getting it. And so it's unfortunate that he's not flourishing in this system. But I think Kyle keeps saying, look, man, he's, he's all right. It's gonna be, he's going to be fine. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe they're going to do shotgun packages out of the pistol. I don't know. So I think we just got to chillax. I still think that we're all right saying that he's whoa, the whoa, weakest whoa. link. Whoa, Breezy, Breezy, you can't use the word chillax and the 49ers fans all in the same sentence. Yeah, like, you know, that's yeah, not going to happen. I just got checked on my own show. You're right. He's really on mute. You're not gonna say that. I took a pause. Oh, man, I, I took a pause. I, I needed was, to pause on that one. Not 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 a nasty pause, but a pause pause. I need to break. I need to, was right. He's right. But no, this is Gammon. I thank you for calling in, man. Thank I appreciate you, all the work that you do, man, too, man. You're you're one of our biggest supporters. And man, Absolutely. you got the Discord popping, bro. Like I I'm like, finally somebody talks to me on the Discord. Uh, and I appreciate you, bro. So man, thank you for everything that you're doing, man. And keep up the great work. 
Absolutely. If I could say one last thing, um, the Discord link is in the uh, is in here in the, under the description. It would be really amazing if everybody could click on that and and be. join the Discord. It, it's nice because then that's when we can some of the questions that you guys are asking, like about the bets. There are bets that are kind of happening in here, or or jo joining certain leagues, or even just um, freely talking. There, there's a you know, it's a great time like to talk to either Breezy, Mose, or, or Peachy even after or in between cast, but mm -hmm. I appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Love you too, bro. Thank you so much. Thank you, Gaming. Oh man, those are some good calls. Absolutely. Whew. Good call. We got, I think we got time for one more, maybe one more. So we'll, we'll, we'll start to wrap up the show, but you know, I, I don't know, man. Like, all right. If I tell you what, let's play the game. Let me, no more calls. No more calls. Don't you call now. No more costs. We're gonna play one game. Okay. All right. We're gonna play a game. It's called the weakest link, and we're gonna let the wheel pick who, what position we're gonna look at. So Mo's don't know, Peachy doesn't know, and Breezy does not know the like what it's going to pick. All right. So you know I'm a wheel guy. I'm a wheel <laughs> watcher. I'm a wheel watcher. You ever watch Wheel of Fortune? I remember that commercial. All right. So we're gonna let the wheel pick. All right, and then we're gonna have to go out of that position. <laughs> and figure out who's the weakest link. Okay. All right. That's what we were supposed to do in this show. But the way that the chat is set up, I'm telling you, is different. And I love it. I'm not complaining. Trust me. And we'll get to the poll question. We'll be out. All right. So here's the wheel. The wheel is spinning. Which position is it going to pick? Most, we'll probably pick this up tomorrow on the, uh, on the show if you're going to be on it. It would pick the freaking safeties. <sighs> All right. I did. I wasn't the safeties. <laughs> you guys can play in the chat, please. They could, they please. could, they could, play, they could play in the chat. They yep. could play in the chat. You all can right. play in the chat. So the weakest link out of the safeties, all right? So let me go ahead and type in the safeties. Let me get rid of this uh, screen. I love oh. Niner Media. He's like my favorite, favorite yeah. person, like He's ever. Just really, really <laughs> good person. Um, all right, so we got Jimmy Ward. We got Huff. We got Tarverius Moore. And these are just in the order that I remember them. These are not the depth chart order, even though they're the right. depth chart order. <laughs> we got George Odom. We got, uh, I feel like I'm missing somebody. I thought we had six. We got Taylor Hawkins. We only got five safeties. Oh, and it's then Sean we just for Sean Gibson. Thank you. Mm. That's my pick because he the newest one. He don't know our defense. Don't be cheating, don't be cheating, Moe's. That's the cheat. That's the difference. I'm going. I'm going Gibson. You copping out. All right, Moe's going Gibson. I'm. I'm going with Taylor Hawkins. Okay. Okay. All right. I like Taylor too. I like him too, but I'm still going with with him. I think it's got. All right, so my, my 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 top three weakest links is Moore, Hawkins, Gibson. Mm -hmm. Moore, Hawkins, right. Gibson. Those are my top three. I'm going to various Moore, yo. I know. I, look. And he agrees with you. <laughs> my man, I mean, listen, <laughs> I'm I'm going with 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 him because of this. He had a terrible first game in the preseason. You can you can chalk it up to uh, injury. 
you could chalk it up to like him trying to get back over there. Fine. The second game, he wasn't left on the island, right? He played zone. He, he and, and 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 he he was he had one target, and the guy caught the ball, but he didn't let the guy get more than two yards. That was a tight end. It was a tight end though. He was not paired up against a wide receiver. He was not paired up against a running back. He was paired up against a tight end. He better dominate against tight ends. That's his job, right? I'm still concerned about him running angles. I'm still concerned about him making mental errors out there. And this is not a shot at him for being a bad player. I just think this the same way. Y'all talk shit about the running backs and you say Trey Sermon ain't it because the other guys are better. I just think the other guys are more ready and the other guys are better. Now, does Tavares have the athleticism? Yes, but it's still not there yet. So do you cut him and possibly try to get him back? Try to get him stashed? Like, so it, it's one of those things, yo, because if Taylor Hawkins is out there being a ball hawk, not just because he got that one interception that he read that the quarterback, Kellen was terribly just threw to him in the air. So here you can have this one, right? I just felt like he had a decent, pretty decent game. Now, Tavares Moore, high grade on PFF, was like in the 80s. Like I said, one target, didn't give up any yards. Two yards, that was it. Talk me off this ledge, y'all. Why'd you say – you told me why you said Gibson. Why are you going with Hawkins, Peach? I just um, – I feel like that Hawkins didn't, like, didn't show me enough to where I feel that's that's really the only reason why. I just, like, I need to see more, and I think the 49ers are going to no feel the intended. same way. I think the – right. <laughs> I think the 49ers are going to want to see more of that. Uh, more disappointed me, but I feel like the way that the 49ers are with their connections and people they know and things like that, it's just a little bit different. And even though more, you know, that's not fair though, because no, it's no, it's not. And you're right, Trey Sermon, you're right, but you don't want to cart Tarverius more, you're right. But I'm just saying, can we do one more? Can we do one more? Yeah. All right, let's All do right. one more. I'm hoping we get running backs. That's so, why I want to do one. So um, I see, I see a lot of people that had Odom. Really? Um, you can't cut mm-hmm. Odom. Yep. That's a special test. The all pros. Look right. At God. Look at God. Hallelujah! We got the running back position. We can't pick the same one. We can. You can. Oh. I don't want to do this. You got to do it. I'm upset. Don't be upset. I'm fixing to go on mute. Don't go Y'all on go mute. go ahead and do this. Nah, don't be country now. Just go ahead and do it. She went on mute. Mose, who you going with? Peachy, don't put them. Did you put the safeties back up there? You better change them names to running backs. She don't want to do this. All right. So, you guys, we got six running backs. I... You want to go first, Mo? You want me to go first? You can go first. I mean, the weakest link is Trey Sermon. Now, is it, is, it, is it fair to say he's the weakest link? No. It's not fair. Why isn't it? Because we haven't seen Jeff Wilson Jr. Yeah, but when Jeff Wilson Jr., we, what we have seen of him historically in this offense is he's a solid contributor. He hits Yes. Hits. 
But we haven't I mean, seen he, him he, find, he, find, he finds open space, uh, and he gets yards. His, his yards per carry is higher. We're not going to factor in Elijah Mitchell. He's number one. But we you haven't know, seen Jeff. And I get your, I get your point, but we're, we're not seeing him for a reason, bro. Shit, I hit myself in the face with the mic. <laughs> I just gave myself an uppercut with my microphone. <laughs> oh, PJ, you can laugh, but you can't tell who you want? All right. Uh, it's Trey, but shouldn't it be Jeff, PG? You know what? I do got something to say. Why is Hasty not part of this? Like, when when did he just become the one that was left out of this? Because I still say that Hasty should be one of them, as along with sermon Callie's right I mean I know it it just it's so hard for me because that's my guy and and I but but I understand what everybody's saying but when did hasty just get you know completely like pushed up somewhere because he ain't neither because hasty is still dominant in the pass catching portion of the running backs and so if you're looking for one of those scat back them third down type of backs, where you need uh who who like like a remember how LaShawn McCoy used yeah. to be like giving the ball on third and nineteen and just see if he can get you twenty five yards. <laughs> like yeah. well, he better he um he better get his rules together on special teams or he, he'll be in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah that that because when it comes to that. Right. Yeah. That is part of what he's asked to do. But I mean, mm -hmm. he did catch a touchdown pass against the Vikings. So I think what he offers as far as being a receiving threat from the running back position, Man, I think no. that does hold a lot of weight um, in this. So we just not. So Shanahan. we just we just going to leave what Mo said alone just because Jeff Wilson is proven. OK, all right. We don't have to talk about Jeff. I, like, And so I, I mean, I, I, I mean, no, I, I he still has to prove it. But, but what he's, I he's, know, what I know from right. what I know of Jeff Wilson Jr. and what I know of Trey Sermon, I'll take Jeff Wilson, uh, Jeff Wilson Jr. Because he also gotcha. too can catch the ball out of the backfield. We've seen that. We know he's able, he's capable of doing that, and he has the same physical run hard style that we're seeing from a TDP and a Jordan Mason. So mm -hmm. he would be able to compliment those guys. Now, again, I don't think we keep five backs. And I think we could see, you know, a youth movement with TDP and Jordan Mason with Mitchell and Hasty, And maybe you throw Jeff Wilson Jr. in a practice squad, or maybe you try to trade them. Maybe you trade both those guys. Maybe you trade. Sermon and you trade Jeff Wilson Jr. I, Jeff Wilson Jr. The only area where I disagree with Melissa is I wouldn't trade him for a late round pick. I'm not trading Trey Sermon for a seventh round pick or a sixth round pick. Commonly, what you see in the NFL, especially with young guys getting traded, it's a it's a player for player swap. So we'll give you a young guy that didn't pan out for us. You give us a young guy that didn't pan out for y'all. So we would have to find a team whether that's at the offensive line, whether that's at the safety position, you know, cornerback, wh whatever position that we find, you know, there's value and there's a need. And there's a guy who we feel like maybe if we bring him into our situation, 
you know, his fortune can turn around. I think Sermon, if he's traded, that's a player for player swap. It's a it's a young player that didn't pan out where he originally went. Um, so it, it's an even swap for both teams. All right. All right. Wonder I wonder what, what they're looking to get though. Like what would they like what would they be looking to get for a trade? Again, like I said, offensive line help. Yeah. Uh, depth in the secondary, but that's it's going to be depth offensive line. You're like, like you're not going to get like tri- I, I don't know. Like, but like I said, if you look at a young guy like Tevin Jenkins, he was a first round draft pick for Chicago. Okay, and he just you, you mentioned him. You mentioned, yeah, him. he just hasn't panned out. So maybe there's another first or second round pick that hasn't quite panned out to you know where they were drafted. It, it, it's not a fit coaching staff you know maybe there was a change at the coaching staff and the new staff is not a fit whatever the case may be maybe there's another young guy drafted in the first second third round you know that needs a new situation same way that we feel trey sermon does so wherever that value may be it could be offensive line it could be secondary maybe it's it's another you know young pass rusher maybe we can find a young guy and and bring him into the mix for you know years to come you know, instead of holding on to, you know, a Kerry Hyder long term or a Kamoko Ture long term, you know, we have a, a younger guy with fresher mm. legs, you know, something like that. You know, it, it all depends on, you know, the other 31 teams and who they have that may be looking for a new situation, new opportunity, because it hasn't panned out in that situation. We just have to make sure that the value is there. But I think it would be more that than a sixth or seventh round pick for Sermon. All right. All right, we got a couple of contributions we're going to finish the show out with. We got our family, 49ers underscore throwback in the building. Go Niners. How you doing, y'all? Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing good. We're doing good. I'm doing good, Fernando. Peachy, you good? Mo seems good. Mo's is much better than what he was. Yeah. It seemed like Mo's had Peachy's typical Monday, and Peachy was just had a, a different Monday, like, you know. But most you was manic at the very beginning of the show. My girl B is in the building. She says much love to you guys this evening. Thank you so much for the contributions, guys. We appreciate that 100%. We got to get to these poll questions. I'm going to end the poll. All right. And so the question was simply, uh, which will the defense have more of this season, interceptions or fumble recoveries? Would you guys pick? Interceptions. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we all will pick interceptions. I think because fumble be... recoveries is too hard to predict. They are. Mm-hmm. They are. But but because once but, the listen... ball hit the ground, it bounces it anywhere does. it want to go. It does, mm-hmm. and it does. I like I like that. But I I could tell you right now though, Mose, after watching that Fred Warner um video about you know he got you know his number forty seven and whatever, and he was showing I I. I knew it was a technique. I ain't really know he was coming in there swinging technique like on every play, bro. Like he's literally coming in there, whoof, like trying to draw the yeah, ball. Yeah, you know, like like he 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 has football technique until he gets to the point of contact. <laughs> Once he gets to the point of contact, he turned into MMA. He 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 go from yeah, to, to squaring up, and then oh, he, <laughs> yo. That the he ball, really like uh he like 
And I think we've shown him like he got videos of him training in the offseason, and, and, boxing, yeah, the MMA, doing yeah. and all that stuff. Him and Josh, he get on yeah. the field and he be throwing jabs and he be mm, trying trying to punch everything out. And them the harder punches too. People think like you know you hit him with the uppercut. That's when you're trying to finish a cat. The harder punches is when you throw them consistent jabs, the quick, yeah. quick joints. You know what I'm the saying? Quick it's, ones that you don't see that you don't see. Jeez. Yo, I I brought that up to say that. What if that's the mentality? on this defense, like, if they're all punching, man, my first thing is this, PGMOs, wrap and tackle. That's the first. If you don't punch the ball, there better be a closer, cleaner coming up to wrap and tackle. And this is where we're missing Jimmy Ward. You know what I'm saying? This is where I miss it. But I can tell you right now, Hufanga is there. George Odom is there. You know who we didn't mention on this show ever? The best linebacker in preseason football, Oren Oren Burks. Burks. Yeah. And that's why I think it's going to be hard for DFF to make this team. And Marcelino Ball. Yeah. Because I think we only keep four linebackers. And I think Oren Burks is that fourth one because if for whatever reason Aziz or um, Greenlaw or even Fred, they go down. Burks is that next guy up, but he showed you in both of these preseason games, he's a heat seeking. He's trying to find the ball and bring the ball carrier down. And then, you know, the added versatility of him on special teams. I think Burks is that fourth linebacker for this team. There it is. Peachy, mm-hmm. final thoughts, most final thoughts. Let's get on up out here. Two hours, two hours and 10 minutes. The shows are getting longer and longer. Nobody would buy me a ring. So I'm getting one of those. <laughs> I, I, listen, I got one. All right. I got, look. When I got COVID the second time, I don't know where I put my ring. Like, I, when I got COVID the second time, I was so mad. I got bucket naked and took everything off and just put it somewhere. <laughs> I was mad because I, 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 I was going to have to quarantine. <laughs> Listen, let me explain so, what I'm trying so to say. You, so your temper tantrum was to just get ass naked <laughs> and take everything like off. It's like some three-year-old. Okay, so when you... When you I did all that and took everything it. off, yeah. what did you do next? You just sat down somewhere? I sat down and put yo. I think oh, that's what <laughs> But listen, I don't know where I put it. So, I, you know, I say, you know, babe, I, I think I misplaced the ring. She's like, you know, it's probably in the house. We're going to clean up one day. I'm like, all right, cool. So we ain't never cleaned up. So I was like, yo, they got these 49er rings. They come in black, red. And I think a silver. I can't remember the other color. Anyways, I bought one. It fit. It's dope. Got, but guess what? I can't find that shit either, yo. I don't know where I put it. I'm just not good for stuff, man. It's not. It's not good. I put it somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in to the Nitty Green Niners Talk Show. That was the final thoughts for everybody. We will definitely see you. Now, listen, we got a game on Thursday. Which means I think I'm off Wednesday. Let's do a preview show Wednesday night around 8 39 o'clock for Sounds 45 good. minutes to an hour. Don't you be asking us to be on here longer? Our show Wednesday. If you want to see it, thumb it up. That's what we're going to do. We'll be back this week. Preview Niners, Texans, first team starting. Trey Lance back. Make up. Everybody's going to be out there. I'll probably call him Mick Williams. We'll see y'all. <laughs> we'll see y'all on Wednesday, guys. 
Stay up, stay faithful. Always keep it nitty gritty. We out this joint. Peace. I'm hot. I'm tired. I'm thirsty. I'm out. I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah, hungry. Forgot about that. <laughs>